Hey, man, uh, do you have the address that Jeremy Melton gave us? Yeah, I got it right here. It's... Oh, wait a minute. Isn't this Hillcrest Academy where Jamie Lloyd's mom works? Pretty sure that's John Milton's fuck palace where he's got a special screening room for Troll 2. Hey, who's that babyface son of a bitch? Oh, shit. Here comes the spooky! Hey everybody, uh, you're stupid and I hate you. Happy Valentine's Day. Here's my buddy. What's going on everybody? Here comes the Spookies back with our special Valentine episode. So sit back, relax, and tie that loved one to a chair while we talk about one of the greatest slashers of 2001. Yay! This was a bottle opener. What's going on, everybody? I am your host, Cincinnati Jeff, one half of the Dukes of Spook. The other half was with me, this big dumb moron. I fucking can't stand him. He smells like shit, not just aware of how you doing, buddy. How is everybody doing this beautiful almost Valentine's time? It's kind of time, time, time. Uh, Stroke. I'm doing good. <laughs> okay. Are you stroking, though? I could be. I, no, I was making this shark suck my dick a minute ago. Like Clarence Carter? I'll be stroking. Oh, that's that that's song. what I be doing. Yeah, I'll I, be stroking. Ironically enough, he died of a stroke <laughs> in a golf cart. <laughs> and that bitch is like Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter. I love, I love that song. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. What is that? Clarence Carter stroking? Really? Nah, I'm, yeah, you know I'm a fucking ignorant buffoon. I'm an ignoramus. Pulling it up with a chocolate anus made for kissing and wishing. Pulling it up. All right. Okay. All right. When I start making love, I don't just make love. I be stroking. That's what I be doing. <laughs> I be stroking. All right. Yeah, I was like, how long can we do this before we get serious? And I stroke it to the west. And I stroke it to the woman that I love the best. I be stroking. Hey, isn't this song about Louis C.K.? What time of the day? Let me ask you something. Stroking. Do you like to make love? What time of the day? Fuck 30. Like to make love. Quarter after fuck. <laughs> Have you ever made love just before breakfast? Have you? No, dude. I'm, I'm cranky as fuck in the morning. Have and you my ever smells made bad? love while you watch the Late Late Show? Yeah, I, I've done that. Dude, a Conan O'Brien's hair? Well, let me ask you this. That's what you just fold it over and fuck it. <laughs> Have you ever made love on a couch? No, I made love to a couch. <laughs> And I didn't pull out. The couch did. <laughs> My couch pulls out. I don't. Yeah, it's a Volkswagen. It's really uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, Clarence, we got to shut you off, buddy. But first... Dude, so, yeah, I, I, made, I made my Lucy King joke already, but I'll say it again. So it's just a song about this man... Who is single? He's never been in a relationship. It's just him furiously masturbating places. <laughs> that's, that's why the fucking cops came. It's like, yo, we heard this man Clarence was steady stroking out here. I'll be stroking. I love Clarence Carter. All right. It's a great start of the episode. Yeah. So fucking totally off the fucking rails I'm already. Stroking. But I mean, I like Clarence Carter. So any, any opportunity to talk about him no, you're good, is Chief. fucking cool with me. All right. uh, so 
episode 55. God damn. We've been doing this for a hot minute. And first up, before we even get started, buddy, uh, Valentine's Day episode, I got you Valentine's Day presents. Oh, thanks, boss. So act like you haven't seen them already. What? What is this thing yeah. I've never seen before? Is Happy this Valentine's a, Day, buddy. This is, is Star Wars. Tag and Bink were here. Oh, Man, this is like the seventh time I've had to rebuy this or give, be gifted it to me. <laughs> and this, uh, instead of chocolate uh, hearts, it's a fucking chocolate. Uh, it's a fucking heart fireball case. Oh, thanks, buddy. And it's got the big boys in it. Now hold your gifts up so I can take a picture for the listeners. I was gonna say, you know what? Uh, I might need some help uh, drinking these and have you read this to me because you know how well it works when I try to read a script. <laughs> Like I went to Collinsville. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day, I, uh, sweet fart. I didn't. I got you a half drunk bottle of scotch in my trunk. Yay! First, because I knew you. Yeah, I'm prepared. Like I, stuff from a trunk. Because I am a good friend. All right, but like before we-, we get into anything else, right? We've okay. got our fucking standard fare. All right. News and stuff. Got a few things to talk about. Want to get this one out of the way? Yeah. Uh, Peacemaker. Oh! Dude, fucking DC Peacemaker, John Cena. Dude. I will see him. Best fucking show I've ever seen. It's really good. It's uh, So it's kind of like, well, if you've seen the, the good new Suicide Squad movie, you know what you're getting into. It's James Gunn. He's the showrunner. Yeah. Anytime you let James Gunn just do whatever the fuck he wants, you usually end up with a pretty good time. Yes. Yeah, it's... Oh, so good. We got one more episode left in the season. I thought it was done. What? I know, right? Yeah, because... Uh, no, dude. So what? What's a brief rundown? It's Chris what? Chris Smith? Something like that? What? Yeah. All Christopher right. Smith is, is Peacemaker. Right, yeah. So he's like a, a crazy superhero guy who's like super buck, and I haven't really seen him use his Desert Eagles. He has no. these crazy helmets that have like powers and shit. He's got an eagle named Eagly. It's not a helmet. It's a it's a beacon of peace. And he doesn't. He loves peace. He doesn't care how many men, women, or children he has to kill to get it. Dude, and he be killing. And this show does not skimp I think on it's the like gore. A jingoist or jing jing jingoist jingoist. Did you fucking call me? Like you fucking you you commit violence for peace. I forget what it's called. Jingoist. Oh, I, jingoist. Jingo. I call it a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is it's fucking dope, dude. It's a lot of fucking you got fun. Rob, Rob Patrick, dude. Rob, yeah, you got Robert Patrick, who's White Dragon, dude. And who is White Power? Fucking don't anybody edit that and use that out of subtext. But yeah, no, he's White Power Iron Man. Yeah, wait a little, little closer. Is this yeah. gooder? Okay, yeah, it's better. It's better. It's gooder, dude. Yeah. He's either the greatest actor on the planet or the FBI might want to, like, keep an eye on him because he plays a white supremacist, like, really yeah, good. Yeah, like, he like, might uncomfortably good. live in Alabama and might have, uh, let's just say he's probably, I hope he's not doing more than whistling Dixie. Yeah. <laughs> That's the uh, brother of lead singer of Filter. That's right. By the and way. Filter is a band in this movie. There we go. Right? Yeah, right. Fucking full circle. Second up. We want to talk about Digital Andy from Peacekeeper. He's yes. insane. He's fucking insane. I love that dude. He he he's so fucking uh but it's he's such a sociopath and he's so dumb. And he's so dumb and I love it. Dude, the rant that uh, John Cena gives, and he's like, You fucking frame my dad? Here's the fucking list of people you could have framed. Elvis Presley, all four Beatles, Roy Orbis. Ariana Grande. 
<laughs> right, dude. And then it's like Conan O'Brien because I know he's not doing shit. Right? Mario, Super Mario, Baby Mario, <laughs> Luigi, Bill Cosby. He just got out. He ain't busy. <laughs> No, dude, whoever is writing this fucking show, like the script writers, it's fucking solid. If you haven't seen it, if you don't have HBO mask, HBO mask, <laughs> it's a fucking that's, long go. has been going on. That's my superpower. <laughs> I wear my HBO mask. Uh, yeah, find a way to totally legally download it and dude, watch it because you're only fucking yourself. It's worth it. Like, I know Aaron hadn't seen it. Here's Aaron from the Horror Horror Podcast. Check those guys out. I love those guys. They just did uh, Chillerama. Beauty. Oh, yeah. And the Howling 2, your sister's a werewolf. I haven't gotten to that one yet. I haven't gotten to that one yet. Oh, buddy. You're in for a treat. I'm excited. You know what? I got to say. Because I love that movie. Shame on an N-word because they they talk about the little dragon thing that uh, Super Tits has on her staff. (laughs) And I'm like. Super Tits. Oh, my God. Sybil Danning and her ginormous wolf tits. Uh, that little dragon thing. I'm like, yo, dude, that's Lockheed from fucking Excalibur. <laughs> Where's Kitty Pride? Yeah, fucking phasing out of that movie. <laughs> no, that movie phasing into them titties. Marshall never talking <laughs> about <laughs> this, dude. The fucking Howling Two is a really fun movie. It is. I remember just being like, Gus, that movie sucks. don't be the Howling, Howling 2, Two. Your, your sister's, sister's a werewolf. werewolf. Gus, don't be exactly half of a Black Forest hand. I was going to say, man, let's do the Howling 2, but we have to do the Howling 1 first, and I'm okay with that. Oh, we're getting to those. But God, I hope we don't make it to the sequels. Hey, do you like Star Wars? I love Star Wars. Me so, too. Uh, spoilers, we're talking about the Book of Boba Fett next. Yeah, we're talking Mandalorian Season 2.5. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna one, talk- we know this is a fucking horror podcast, but, but it's fuck our you, show. we do what we want! Right? Yeah, we don't fucking conform to anybody, and we're yeah. going to talk about it. So, Bitch. I don't have a timestamp, but we're going to be done. Just keep fucking checking in every fucking, you know, 60 seconds or so, and if we don't see anything Star Wars-y, you know we fucking passed it, if you uh- haven't seen it. You know what? I'll say Star Wars every five seconds until we're done talking about it. So when I don't say Star Wars, then when you hear the chime, turn the page. <laughs> All I know is is this: the fans pissed Are, me off so much because the show just ended. The fans pissed me off so much that I didn't even get to my fucking like do like fun jokes for the episode, like in my script. I just took like the fucking bare notes here. So we got a book report, and then I was like, "Oh, fucking gonna!" I wanted to. I watched so many fucking youtube reviews and read so many fucking articles online of people just fucking hating on this show and i don't know why it's cool that like we live in a world to where we can interface and like share our opinions but everybody needs to shut the fuck up because they're dumb and wrong yeah like this is a really good show is it the fucking best thing i've ever seen no it does it have mistakes and problems what the fuck does it so does your mom right you know? yes that's what you you're the fucking mistake but like <laughs> this fucking thing is is quicksilver fucking stomping on fucking speed demon right now i thought you did that no i didn't do that i guess i did it when i was strong you must have done that on monday sorry not just play with my toys and i just now i'm noticing it okay ah, i'm fucking back to star wars easter eggs um like straight up Okay, let's start with the first. Let's do just kind of like a brief rundown, if, if, you, if you're okay with this. Yeah. So on Parks and Recs, they had an episode where Pat and Oswald had to come in and do a filibuster to kill time kind of shit. And he's like, and Bob, I can't do Pat and Oswald. But hey, Pat and Oswald voice. It's like, I. so the scene starts on the Tatooine Desert where Boba Fett emerges from the Sarlacc pit kind of shit and then that's exactly what fucking yeah, happened like the way the, the way he described it like it fucking like obviously john favreau was like mm, that's pretty good i'm gonna use that right i hope they kind of gave you know Patton a little 
little crap. Well, fuck, he's in the MCU now. He's goddamn Pip the Troll anyway. I don't want to get too, too deep in it. But basically, he gets robbed by a bunch of fucking Jawas. <laughs> Jawas. They take his fucking Mandalorian armor, leave him for death. Uh, then some Tusken Raider kid comes along. Yeah. And fucking enslaves him. Right. He goes back to the fucking Tusken Raider camp. And then, like, we get this back and forth between, like, what's happening in the now. Yeah. yeah so it's back to flak. Flashback this. That's yeah. what I like to call them. Yeah. So this is he emerges from the Starlight Pit five years after Empire Strike. Or I'm sorry, Return of the Jedi. So this is, he's been in there for five fucking years. Five I, years I'm, slowly digesting in the pit stomach of the Starlight. I got to talk about this because this always kind of fucked me up since Return of the Jedi. It's like you'll be tortured for centuries. It's like no. So is this thing you'll be put- slowly digested over a thousand years? Is what three PO said. Okay, so uh, lifespan of a human—that's not a thousand years. So, see, so he, does it put you on life support? Actually, while it yes, it does. You? So what it does, like, oh, that's essentially, a dick move. is that it fucking like it like gives you nutrients and food and things like that that your body would need to survive while it slowly digests and powers off of you. And even if like if it swallows so many fucking things, it can actually like absorb you into its stomach lining, which then also like. Like and strengthens the stomach liner. Yeah, exactly. Well, it makes room for fucking more food and shit like that. So things can't just punch through. Well, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah, but it does. It essentially keeps you alive for a thousand years. While it kills you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's neat. So he gets fucking enslaved by these Tuscans. And, uh, you know, basically he fucking starts to befriend them. He gets unenslaved and is like initiated into the Tuscan clan. Yeah, yeah. There's a train robbery because fucking train robbers make everything better, dude. It's true. Right? He robs a train that's fucking carrying spice through Tatooine. And then they run a train on fucking Max Rebo's <laughs> little dick snoot. And I gotta I gotta fucking talk about Max Rebo for a second. This is kind of weird. Remember when he was on Jabba's barge? Yeah. That blew up. He wasn't there. Remember when he was in that weird fucking uh space casino shit? Well, not everybody on the barge died. Except for Max Rebo. Because he's in the new shit. He's well, that's what I'm saying. Like, not everyone died that was on the barge. No, you know what I think it was? I think he has some tie-ins or something. Like, it's like when your friends... Because school- you see a couple of Jabba's droids later. Well, I mean, they're droids. Uh, they, they were on there. Those were the torture droids that stay at home. I think this was like when, you, <laughs> when you're friends with the school shooter, and he's like, stay at home today kind of shit. And Max <laughs> is like, uh... Should call in sick today. Okay. <laughs> I just, look, I just want to play my sweet jizz music and not get fucking dead. So, essentially, he meets up with uh, Fennec. Dope. F- Fennec, Fennec Shard? Yeah. Uh, Sherrod. Sherrod. Whatever Robo guts. Yeah. Uh, the, the, one of the bounty hunters, the chick bounty hunter from the Mandalorian show. Yeah. And uh, ends up saving her life in the Mandalorian, which we saw. We saw the events of that. Uh, he, he, she helps him steal his ship back from Jabba's Palace. Slave One is inside Jabba's Palace. Oh, you can't call it that. You're canceled. <laughs> no, it's uh, Jabba's, or it's Boba Fett's spaceship. It's That's fucking Slave it's, One. It's, uh, so he gets it back, then he goes, he checks on the Sarlacc pit for some dumb reason. Indentured Servant 2. Oh my god, and then he fucking, he, he, they, they almost get eaten while inside Slave One while hovering over the Sarlacc pit, and then I totally forgot about fucking the special George Lucas' stamper. fucking special Lucas <laughs> fucking mouth that comes out of the Sarlacc pit, which I hate. I I used to draw pictures of the original Sarlacc Pit because to me that's just the scariest fucking thing, dude. It's just a giant hole with teeth all around it that slowly digests you over a thousand years. Kind of like down in there. my ex-wife. <laughs> but he drops a fucking sonic death charge. Dude. 
okay, from so, fucking Attack of the Clones. Well, I love that shit because first thing he does, he finds like the Nectoni or Nectonian fucking biker gang. He's just like, because he's like, fuck this. And then he drops the fucking Sonic Death Charge in the goddamn Sarlacc. And he's like, deuces, bitch. And then it makes that kick ass. always like, and my dick got hard. Yeah. Obviously, we're fucking grazing with a lot of things. So then we saw at the end of Mandalorian, he killed. Fat Bib Fortuna, yeah, and now he's the new Jabba, the Daimyo, yeah, you got it, a fucking uh, Moss Espa, which is fucking lousy with Twi'leks, yeah. like fucking tons of Twi'leks in Moss Espa for some reason, dude. Yeah, uh, but I'm not, I'm not mad at him, but they're fucking all over. That it. sounds spacist. Uh, then later on, he fucking makes up with Jabba's brothers and sisters. They give him a fucking Rancor as a pet. The Rancor keeper is Danny Trejo, dude. I, so I know it's Robert Rodriguez. So I'm like, yo, when's Danny Trejo gonna show? <laughs> and you know what? I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm not fucking mad at it. Uh, he 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 spares a couple of fucking Gamorrean his guards. His name. So you, they you, work for him now. You know what? Those are the. I think those are from fucking Jabba's run. Like we've seen those guys before. Like those. Yeah, they're like the OG Gamorrean mm-hmm. guards. Uh, they look a little little different, I guess, you know, because we get to see some green pig titties. Kermit the Frogs love children. Uh, they look good. The fucking makeup yeah, and costumes fucking look dope. That shit's good. So then he's just like, he's like, I want to be a fucking crime lord with a heart of gold. And I want to fucking free the people of Mos Espa and Tatooine in general of all this spice trading. It's nasty. Yeah, apparently, what is it? The Pikes? That's a big deal. Yeah. Because uh, how often do we get to talk about? you know Tatooine and it's not like oh Skywalker's just shut the fuck with the Skywalker shit right there is a rich culture from Star Wars so let's check this out exactly yeah and like the the Pikes it's like another syndicate but it's not the fucking Crimson Dawn yeah I'm kind of seeing how they're gonna play that out yeah but I mean he's like I want to fucking be a crime lord of heart of gold and he does and that's when people start having a problem they're like Oh, my fucking Boba Fett's just a badass bounty hunter. It's like, look, I want you got to hit pause for a second, okay? Yeah. The yeah. mouse came in and they uh-huh. said no to all the shit that you fucking like. So basically, anything that's in the comic books plus the fucking six minutes he's on screen. Yeah, d- dude, that's my so twenty fifteen on. That's all you get. That's 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 your Boba Fett. So fucking love it or leave it. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, real talk. What did Boba Fett do in any of the fucking movies? Stand around, say some cool shit. Dude, then, he dies the lamest way in fucking Return of the Jedi. Right. Like, I never understood, other than his cool fucking armor and neat gadgets and shit, like... He says cool shit, he's like... Because I think the big thing, Vader's like, no disintegrations, and he's like, fuck, dude, come on! Yeah. And the boss it's no is, good to me, dead. And Bosk is like... But he always fucking died in such a pansy-ass... I'm assuming he's drunk. Let's hope. Or, you know what? Because he fucking died like a pussy. Maybe one of those fucking spider rat, you know, like Salacious Crumb was dicking around with his wires or something. Or Blind Han Solo accidentally hits him with a fucking spear into his jetpack. Boba Fett! Where? Where? Sends him fucking flying into the side of Jabba's barge. He fucking falls. It's a fucking, it's the it's a worthless fucking death. It is death. not a warrior's death. No. <laughs> so I don't fucking get what the big deal is. So he, like, oh, wait, sorry. We got to talk about the holiday special because he's on the fucking mythosaur. Oh, the fucking giant dinosaur thing. Right. And then fucking Harrison. That even kind of comes up mm-hmm. when he talks about fucking because Danny Trejo's like, you can, I can even train this thing, this Rancor, and you could ride it. And he's like, I've rode things five times bigger than him. It's like. You mean that fucking dinosaur from the Christmas special? No, they're talking about my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, he, he spent five years in the fucking Sarlacc pit with fucking nothing to do. Got a lot of time in his hands to fucking think. Then he gets fucking enslaved and then saved and accepted by the Tuscans, which he even becomes part of the clan. They yeah. fucking show him how to make a gaffy stick. He makes his own fucking gaffy stick, which is dope. Yeah, oh my god, it's like weird spirit tree kind of shit, and then you get, like, 
the fu- you know he pulls a Freddy Krueger. That's what happens, man. He uh he gets burnt and then he has sex with a bunch of kids and kills them. No, uh, he <laughs> he pulls a Nancy. You know, he pulls the fucking like tree out of the dream, which that's kind of weird. Yeah, but if they can do that shit in the force of whatever with face force time or whatever the fuck that is, uh, yeah, they can totally do that. But no, it was super cool. He's hanging out the Tuscan Raiders and they're all boys and shit. So he goes to town or something. But he comes back to check on him, and somebody murdered his goddamn crew. Yeah. Very, like, uh... They make it seem like it's a speeder bike gang that he saw, which they, they show him, like, raiding. Was they fucking... Was they was he raiding, like, the Lars farm when they when you see him for a second? Before uh, they... Before he, the, he was doing something with, with, uh, with moisture the little, evaporators. Little kid, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so... That's why you see him later on, and he's wearing his fucking armor plus his fucking Tuscan Raider robe. Because yeah. it's like it's like I'm wearing my fucking life. Yeah, on my is my fucking part of my clothes and street, his fucking Tuscan time street cred. Right, he's got his time with the fucking Tuscans. They've shown him fucking like, hey, you're cool. Life he's is got, more about bounty hunting. Exactly. Yeah. He's, doesn't he straight up say he's like I'm here? You as me? Okay. Yeah, he straight up says he's like. Uh, in in not the flashback, but in the current time, he's like, I don't want to work for fucking idiots that are gonna get me killed. Let yeah. me do my own shit. Because I just got a second chance. I got spit out of a fucking sand vagina. You know, I definitely had time to reconsider my life. So uh, suck it, fanboys. Are you Boba Fett? What would you do? You'd fucking die. Yeah, where's your hit. fucking Boba Fett show? Yeah, bitch. So then you get uh, Black Kirsatan, the fucking bounty hunter. Wookie. Yeah, Black, he's Black like, Kirsan. He's like, don't fucking be a bounty hunter, Blackie. That's what they call him in the comics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doctor uh, Afra has like she calls him uh, Blackie, Black Santi, uh, Santi. Uh, there's a little, he's, she's got a bunch of fucking names for him. Anyway, I just call him Black Bagel, dude. Because uh, he's they've met before and they kind of into it just like a little bit. Like he gives him a look. Like yeah, I know that dude. Dude, plus fucking bonus Wookie who isn't fucking Chewy. Thank or, you. You know what? I just kind of wish that's what Lumpy from the Star Wars Holiday <laughs> Special grew up to be. Yo, people, and he's one of those rare, rare fucking like Wookies that isn't just brown. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's got he's got like he, oh, kind of like fucking uh, Spike from Gremlins too. He's like black and gray. Yeah, he's dope looking, dude. So you see him. Oh my and, god, dude! That scene where they're casino and it's a Transdosians and shit because they got <laughs> rivalry and all that shit. And he's holding up that dude and Jennifer uh, Jennifer Beale Twilix. She's like, yo, big black croissant. It's like. You're better than this, man. Don't don't fuck this dude, dude up. Dude, I'm screaming at the TV. I'm like, he's gonna rip, rip his, his fucking, fucking arm off. off. Never happens. That that was a miss right there. I, <laughs> bullshit. He rips his fucking arm off, dude. Remember? No, dude. He totally rips his fucking arm off. Did I miss it? You missed I it. I fucking blink and miss it. I watched it with the atomic scarecrow, and I was drinking surprise. And the whole time I'm like, dude, dude, he's gonna rip his arm off. Dude, he's gonna rip his arm. He's like, why is he gonna rip his arm off? Yeah, because like, I was like. To be honest, I was watching it when I was supposed to be working, so I probably looked away for fucking some work shit real quick. Yeah, dude totally gets his arm ripped Fuck off. Fuck me, dude. Well, we gotta fucking see that. I thought he didn't do it. Uh-oh, Here I am bitching like about it. you have to rewatch the fun show, because what did they say in A New Hope? <laughs> he straight up says in A New Hope. Wookiees like, don't rip off, uh, or droids don't rip off your arm and they lose. Right. Let the Wookiee win. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole time, and, you know, and he's like, and then he fucking rips his arm off, and I was very satisfied, because you know what? John Favreau and fucking, is it, is it Paul Filoni or David, whatever? Dave Filoni, F- Filoni, the fucking Clone Wars guy. Those boys know what the fuck they're, they're doing. fucking Robert Rodriguez. Right, dude, and da- uh, Dallas Bryce Howard. 
Did I say that right? Bryce Dallas Howard. She, she is fucking killing it. Everybody yeah. touching this show is just, they know what they're doing. Jerry Blank from Strangers with Candy is fucking awesome. In yeah, show. she's but, back in because they have like two episodes, which here, I can I can agree with this beef a little bit. You get two episodes where there's fucking no Boba Fett. It's all fucking Mando season 2.5. No, that's not true. He's in the background for one scene. <laughs> fucking one, like less than 10 seconds. He's like, dude. you know, this is and, my show. I don't even think he fucking talks. No. But you get fucking Mando, man, like Mando goes and he fucking he he goes to wherever Luke and uh, fucking Baby Yoda and Ahsoka are, Mm -hmm. which is that Jedi temple from the that trilogy checks on checks on Baby Yoda, but he doesn't get to see him. Yeah, Uh, Ahsoka's real like, no, you can't you can't show up. You're kind of fucking up his progress. If he knows you're here, then he will concentrate and blah, 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 blah. blah. He also had a uh, a fucking chainmail mithril fucking skirt made out of the Beskar spear. Right. Because you visit the armorer first uh, and she's like, hey, fucking Beskar's for defense only, uh, not for weapons. And then she beats the shit out of him with a fucking Beskar hammer. Yeah. But whatever. Right. Okay. 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 So uh, well, the best off. Also, they find out he defense. took his helmet off because he said he did and so they're all butthurt they're like you're not a mandalorian anymore dude i like how they fucking shit all over what's uh what's the what's all girl from fucking halloween resurrection oh fucking bo katan yeah uh they straight like nah dude she ain't shit you, she's out there saying she's a fucking mandalorian she ain't mando shit yeah she wants to be the fucking leader she didn't earn that fucking dark saber was given to her boom plus he has problems with the dark saber gets heavy but it's yeah. like that because he's kind of not really worthy of it holy shit dude when mando shows up in that fucking meat packing cuts his leg he fucking that's the realest fucking thing dude he cuts his own leg with the fucking lightsaber dark saber excuse well, me we'll get to that i'm talking about how he just fucking murders everybody with this dark saber and yes he also cuts his leg Go ahead. that's the fucking first thing i'd have done with a lightsaber what like, cut your leg <laughs> but not on purpose oh well, let's be fucking honest dude yeah, I thought like that was on purpose. Like, mm, checklist must maim myself with mythical fucking cutting <laughs> apparatus. Memo, maim myself later. Right. So a lot of fucking shit happens. Fucking, he doesn't get to see Grogu because Grogu's training with Luke. We get to see Luke. Luke's Holy fucking CG. fucking shit. This deep fake looks amazing. Do you, okay, so here's the story on this, right? All right, you remember when fucking Mandalorian season two came out and he had the ending and fucking Luke came and it didn't look great. It was cool, great. but it was questionable. It didn't look great. So fucking the dude, the deep fake dude mm-hmm. on YouTube's like, I can do better than that. So he does it. Yep. Fucking Lucas fucking studios is like, could you do this? You're for us? hired. Right. So they fucking hire the guy and he he's the one that fucking does it for the new show. It's like, yeah, get the fucking best of the best. If that was Nintendo, fucking they'd be like, no. You fucking sued. Go fuck yourself. Guys, I can right? make they a fucking better They fucking pulled product. a Sega move and we're like, we like what you did here with the Sonic game. You're fucking hired to design the new Sonic game. And that's how we got fucking the last Sonic game. Oh, Sonic uh, Mania? Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That was a good fucking so game. So fucking, yeah, fucking Star Wars is like, we're hiring this fucking dude. He's fucking dope. His life's dope. He does dope shit. So he gets a fucking job. Luke looks cool. He's kind of a dick. I mean, he's kind of... So did you notice he's still wearing his all-black getup? But this was more of like a taekwondo kind mm-hmm. of thing. And uh, But yeah, I guess whatever. Oh, dude. R2's in it? Yeah, but they don't really do anything. But I thought, he's there. So uh, what do we just kind of... Oh, say that that was the Jedi training episode. And yeah. the next one, it's... well. So in the next one, they do more Jedi training shit. Grogu tries to eat some frogs. Adorable. Uh, and fucking Luke's like, I want to access your memories and fucking oh, help you with yeah. the fucking force. So let's place bets. He who, fucking, do you, who do you think saved Grogu? Uh, well, I don't know. Hold on. All right, go ahead, go ahead. So they fucking, he goes back, and the only thing he can fucking remember before meeting with the Mando is, I, I'm assuming he's in the Jedi Temple in Coruscant. Yes, yes, it, uh, you can see it on, it's, yes. Yeah, and he's fucking like hanging out in his little egg thing. 
and there's three Jedi in front of him, and then all of a sudden Order sixty six is is yeah. This is the commanded. one. This is the five hundred one. This is uh, yeah, the five hundred first goon squad, and they're... and they fucking they they fight like the fucking Jedi that regard him do their best, but they fucking get gunned down. Here's here's where the show fucked up because here's what I would have done. Okay, right? You don't have to fucking have the dude just some fucking hooded figure off in the back walking towards him. Fucking blue lightsaber goes on. Anakin. Well, I mean, it would have been fucking awesome. It would have fucking really helped fucking sell the scene. Uh, I mean, so here's what's going on, you know. But then like, he fucking gets saved. Sorry, then he gets saved, and I don't know who saved him. Jesus, Jesus, saved yeah. Him. So Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, you saw that meme where it's like the dude goes around the house and takes the picture of Obi Wan from Attack of the Clones and puts it up like Jesus. It's like <laughs> my, it's been like two months and my grandma hasn't noticed yet. <laughs> so uh, Obi Wan popped up out of the fucking secret door and he goes, "Hello there." Well, hello there. But seriously, fucking. Anakin should have showed up. Didn't have to be fucking uh, Hayden Christensen. Could have been a fucking shadowy figure. Just the, the assumption that it was Anakin is all we fucking need. Well, it would have been the only fucking evil Jedi at that point. So, yeah, could have been fucking Anakin. Well, it's kind of redundant, evil Jedi. Yeah. Uh, like my case is cop run down. If I see you wearing all black and you got a red lightsaber, <laughs> you're probably a Sith. Uh, so, I mean, just, just tell me. Fucking, if Anakin would have showed up in that scene, that would fucking made it all that much better, right? Well, so... It would have hurt it. We got Obi-Wan coming out here in a little bit, and they said straight up Hayden Christensen... Is in it. And they, like, did the deep fake de-aging, and, like, so they're going to be a bunch of flashback scenes and shit. That's, um, I, hope, I hope I see so, him fucking fall into that pit of Gundarks. Uh, I don't know what that the fuck's all about. Can't say that word, dude. Gundark? I just know I'm strong enough to pull the ears off him, so... <laughs> You got a real back to attitude right now. <laughs> <laughs> back to basics. Listen oh! here, nerf herder. Oh. Scruffy looking nerf herder. It's true, though. I do hurt. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's kind of the rundown there. And then he fucking. I think they're going to bring fucking Mace Windu back because we never got closure on his death. He got his arm lopped off and then did that fucking 4,000 foot fake force fall. Look, fucking falling in Star Wars don't mean shit, right? Not anymore. If the Emperor if, did if, it. If you're fucking, a Sith. Yeah, if you're not, if Darth you don't Maul to, did it in pieces. Yeah, so <laughs> it was nice. fucking fine. Do it twice. Yeah, Ugh. Luke's lightsaber did it. Uh, so then later on, fucking uh, Luke's like, "Hey, uh, your Mando friend dropped off this dress. Also, I have Yoda's lightsaber for some reason. I'm assuming because he dropped it on fucking Coruscant. That's right. During the I'm assuming this is she... a new lightsaber that he built. Nah, it's the exact same one. <gasps> I'm assuming that Yoda built a new lightsaber in his fucking free time. There's no reason that he couldn't. No, I think Yoda got spanked so hard he's like. Shit, fuck this, I'm out. Luke did not go to Coruscant to get this thing. Uh, no, I. but somebody had it, like, oh my god, no, it was the fucking space janitor. He's like, man, why are all these Senate pods all over the place? What smells like burnt <laughs> nut hair and lightning? <laughs> oh, shit, dude, this lightsaber, I'll hang on to this. And then, like, maybe Yaddle's like, Yaddle looks like Yoda with fucking lipstick on, dude. Yaddle is hard to look at. Yaddle is hard to look at. You think Yoda fucks? They've got to. I mean, or somebody got busy with Yaddle. They have to. Right? Who be fucking Yaddle? <laughs> Qui-Gon. He's like, look. You know dude, Dooku. You know Dooku got down with some green bitches, dude. And he fucking like spun her on his dick like a top. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I, ca- I call this move the dreidel. <laughs> <laughs> yaddle, yaddle, yaddle. You rode on my dick. <laughs> He's like, Oh, man, I smoked a lot of death sticks. I'm really hard up. Yaddle, why don't you come here and let me put my balls on your forehead? It's a perfect height. He's Ron Burgundy, too. <laughs> He's also Ron Burgundy. Darth, Darth Bu- Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Darth Burgundy. 
Um, what color is his lightsaber? So fucking, uh, fucking the baby Yoda's like fuck this. He he, I guess he doesn't steal the X wing, but he totally no. fucking borrows Luke's X wing. R two drives him, and fucking R two drives yeah. him back to fucking Tatooine, where he shows up stranger with some candy chicks. Like, oh. hey, what's going on? What's your new name? Grogu. She's that's like, a terrible fucking name. That's fucking not, stupid. I'm not, not calling you that, it. dude. Which was fucking great because mm-hmm. that's how fucking most of the fans felt. It's Grogu's a dumb name. Uh, so yeah, Jerry Blank. I don't know her fucking character's name in this, but dude, she's great. And she's out there boning Jawas and shit. <laughs> dude, when she started speaking fucking Jawanese, I lost it because like I'm looking down, I'm dicking around my phone here, like, hey, I gotta get it. Like, is that King Ghidorah? What was that? It's like, no, dude, she's speaking Jawanese. Also, fucking Mando gets a new ship. It's a fucking Nubian starfighter. Yes, and he gets it all fucking pimped out. Is it? Yeah, I guess it is Nubian or. It's a yeah, it's a Naboo Starfighter. It's Nubian. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Nubian. Uh, That's what Watto says. Where's Watto? About the credits. Uh, I just end the. I know. I let uh, send people run a train <laughs> on your mom. <laughs> you know. <laughs> If you don't like sending boot, how do you think mom send the <laughs> vagina feel? She likes the BSC, huh? Big send cucks. And yeah, just to run the pawn shop, I'm a space Jew. He is. He's... Or something. I mean, I, I, I know what Lucas was doing. Anyway, we're getting way off fucking topic here. <laughs> 30 minutes and we haven't even started the fucking movie. Um, they know what they're getting into. So it's the fucking like. Also, the Mandalorian fucking runs into some fucking young kids who like the internet fucking seems to be one track mind. They're all like fucking ooh, it's the Power Rangers, it's the Power Rangers. They do look really? a little out of place. Here's the fucking thing, dude. Okay. I've only heard it one time, and it was from Aaron Southworth himself from the Horrible Horror Podcast. Check those guys out. I love out. those guys. He fucking called these kids in their fancy ass fucking bikes. They're too shiny for fucking Tatooine. By the way, he called them fucking neutrinos. <laughs> Where's the fucking applause button? Oh, yeah. It's the only time I fucking heard anyone call them that, but they're fucking neutrinos, dude, from fucking Ninja Turtles. I get what they're all about. It's the mods from the fucking late 60s, early 70s around Britain on the little vroom vrooms and shit. Yeah, they look like Vespas. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, Princess Vespa. <laughs> uh, they No, no, those don't look Druish. Uh, so when that chick showed up with the metal arm, I was fucking geek. I'm like, oh I know, my you text god! Me, you're like, it's, it's Martin. Fucking, it's, I was like, nah, dude. Fucking uh, wrong side. I'm like, wrong arm. Let me have this because up until this point, they have made no reference to the not a super great game, but no, they have I once in yes. uh, Solo. Yeah, uh-huh. she's like, what did she say? It's like, and also I'm a master of Terakasai, and I, <laughs> I, I, I'm like. Fuck yeah! I'm the only buddy in the theater. Same here, dude. I was it. watching it with fucking Ricky, old fucking Ricky Spanish, and I'm like, yes! And Ricky's everybody else around me is like, the fuck are you excited Ricky about? Ricky Spanish, he's the most hated guy in town. He is. Um, uh, so basically, fucking Mando teams up with a bunch of fucking people to try to save Mos Espa from the fucking Spice Runners. They even fucking involve the people from Freetown, which uh, is fucking Cobb, Cobb Vanth and those fucking and dudes. And Uh Woo! So, uh, let's talk about cad bane homie right and then all of a sudden Ever. it's like holy shit i didn't think he'd fucking show ringo shows up dude dude from a distance and i'm like is that is that cad bane I'm like, no yeah. dude, i think he's dead or something there's only one hat like that in fucking star wars dude. and you know what he had uh, i guess he rubbed reduction sauce on his hat because that bitch is fucking <laughs> small man uh, 
It's not fucking Hamburglar size. No, no. Uh, fucking. I love how they brought uh, back the Peacekeeper real quick. How, how the fucking. Fucking dude describes the Hamburglar. I think he said Rubble Rubble. I don't know, man. That shit's good. But Cad Bane showed up and he looks fucking intense, dude. Oh, dude, like a fire to circus, man. He is intense. His fucking teeth. He looks scary. He looks like Invader Zim had sex with Clint Eastwood. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> Look, dude looks good. He's only on screen for a fucking hot second. He fucking drills in the fucking deputy. Dude. Fucking Eric Clapton style. He shot the sheriff. Yeah. And then he shot the fuck out of that Shoot deputy. Shoot fucking once in the shoulder. Right. And then fucking Swiss cheese the goddamn fucking deputy. Oof, he got blasted, yeah. And then he said some cold like, shit. And Don't the- fucking help out the fucking Boba Fett. Spice is cool. Fuck you. He said, every boy, every girl, spice up my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just, he's like, that sucks so bad. Because, like, he fucking shoots. He's like, damn, dude, I walked here. That's fucking crazy far. He'd be like, yeah, I know I, like, shot your law enforcement. But does anybody want to give me a ride to the Tashi station or something? You <laughs> I got to pick up some I power converters. I got some power converters I got to fuck with. <laughs> Don't worry about what I do in my off time. So this all fucking cultivates into the last fucking episode where you get the fucking, you get Boba Fett. The whole damn crew. Fucking the neutrinos. You get the Mando. You get fucking, uh, well, Mando doesn't know that Grogu's on Tatooine at this point, but he Mm -hmm. does show up mid-battle. You get the fucking people from Freetown fighting the syndicate, all the other fucking mafiosos. Yo, okay, so so there's a giant coup because Boba sat down with all the townies. He's like, my acolashes. Yeah, like fucking Godfather style. Uh Uh-huh, and they all all fucking turn on him like some bitches. Yeah. So he's like, let's clean house. Mm-hmm. I'll fucking murk all of you. So they do a pretty good fucking job. Mando and fucking Boba Fett hold their own for fucking quite some time. Yeah, well, I mean, they're the fucking, neutrinos are doing good, good shit. Everybody's teaming up. Black Coruscant's fucking motherfuckers up. Right. Oh, the fucking Gamorrean guards got fucked. Yeah, that one kind of hurt. They I know got fucking 300 kicked off a of fucking cliff, dude, into fucking Mos Espa. They ain't no coming back for them, boys. Uh, they are fucking bacon. Uh, so my shit was, um, I get it. You got to kill off a character. Otherwise, like, not that you lose no stakes or whatever. But um, I don't know. That was cool. Uh, but let's just talk about the best part. Okay, the best part of the battle is, so the fucking pikes, they just roll up. Like, remember droidicas from, you know, the prequel trilogy? Yeah, the, the fucking destroyer droids. Uh, they're giant this time. So they're, like, super big droidicas. I think they're called, like, Scorpnock units or something. And they're fucking... With shields. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Those fucking Viro shields or whatever. And they're fucking everything up. Nobody can get a shot on them because they can't get through the seal. Mando pulls out the Darksaber, tries to hack at it, and it just nothing's happening. Boba Fett's like, I got something. I'll be right back. Flies off to the palace. I assumed going to get Slave 1. Right. But he don't. Nope. What's he get? A motherfucking rancor, and that shit goes bananas and beats the fuck. Oh my god, it's so good. He's fucking riding a rancor into battle, dude. It's awesome. It is one of the most satisfying things I've seen from Star Wars, because up until that point, with the exception of the Force Unleashed games, you don't really, you see, um, I think, I think Jabba's rancor's name was Moochie. Don't quote me on that. You only get, yeah, you only get Rancor on screen for a movie just the one fucking time. And Luke drops that gate on his neck. He doesn't kill it, but every time it gets it rains a tattoo, he's like, "Oh my neck!" That's a callback. <laughs> my lumbago's uh, acting up. So, and the strip club's name's Winnebago's because <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah, he fucking rides this fucking thing into battle. It's it- just beating the fuck out of everything. Oh my god, everybody. I'm screaming at the TV. My <laughs> wife's fucking upstairs working. I'm like, who fucking rancor? Whoa! 
Dude, when that Rancor grabs Mando and is trying to bite his head off. Oh, my God, dude, but he fucking can't get through the best scar. It's like, clink, 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 clink. And then the fucking, the Rancor gets loose and fucking King Kong's. Yeah, straight up. For a hot minute, dude. Like, no joke. Climbs the tallest building in fucking Mos Espa. It's swatting at fucking things. It's awesome, dude. You know who I actually ended up really enjoying out of um, these new characters? The fucking, um, the mayor's little buddy. He's almost like. Oh, yeah, dude. He's like a pink bib for Tunis C-3PO. And he's another little pink Twi'lek. He was fucking me up, dude. What do they call his fucking Twi'lek things? Uh, They call them like earbuds or something. Something. They they keep making them. He's like, oh, good insult. That's great. Uh, Yeah, I haven't heard that one. Tailhead or tail face <laughs> yeah, or tail something head. like that. He was charming and funny as shit. He, he, he was just pulling the C-3PO. I was like, listen to me, go on. I'm rambling. <laughs> it's like... It's just I liked there. him a lot. Dude, that was good. Uh, and then it fucking pretty much fucking ends. Uh, Cat Bane shows up and says some cold shit. Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah. I forget, did forget about that. Dude, so, every time he talks, it's like the impact of any line of dialogue from Tombstone. Because, you know, it's like the best way to say the coolest shit. Cad Bane, Mando fight. Yeah, so what, what What do you think Cam was all about? He's like, hey, man, those Tuscans, I know who really killed them. Because the, the fucking, the, the leader of the syndicate yeah, I mean, tells him. Yeah, he's like. I, he's like, we fucking killed them. We framed the speeder bikers, told man, our fucking Boba that that's what fucking happened, and he bought it. Ha, ha, ha. Dumbass. Fucking attack my train again. And the mayor was involved and shit that, so he told Mando. And uh, he got the upper hand. And uh, yeah, he fucking gets stabbed with a gaffy stick. He doesn't die though. Like you see him get stabbed in the chest, and we talk about this because because fucking well, Mr. Up, Samples talked about Ked it. Ted Bane like totally fucked up Boba Fett. Fucking bad. He's in his rank Bane, running. Dude. Yeah. So newfound respect for that guy. I mean, I already had it, and I know those action figure sales are gonna go fucking through the roof. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Glad I got mine. Same, same. Uh, but yeah. So uh, fucking yeah, Mando and. Uh, no, it was Boba. I'm sorry. Boba and Cad Bane go at it, and it gets fucked up. And he's it's about the gaffy ready. stick. He's getting ready to do his James Bond speech, killing blow, and then fucking uh, Boba just fucks him up with that gaffy stick and stabs him in the heart. Yeah. It was good. And uh, pretty much how it fucking ends. Everybody lives. Uh, Did you see the after the credit shit? Cobb Vanth is in the fucking uh, mm-hmm. Banta tank, and uh, the dude, the robotics engineer who saved Fennec, mm-hmm. Is like getting ready to fucking do some robot surgery in Cab Vanth. So th- that the uh, Cobb Vanth, Cobb Vanth. Yeah, I don't know you're talking about. Uh, so the the black dude who runs this shit, he's like he's in a band or something. It's like we'll Google it on Smoke Break, but okay. that dude's from like a thing. So that's essentially the whole fucking thing, uh, give or take. Great humor. Uh, it is just fan service, fucking fanboy, dude. Boner. Yeah, but like everybody's bitching and they're nitpicking over stupid shit. One guy was like, seriously, ten minutes into his for his video, he's bitching about how he didn't understand the stakes of the fight between Cad Bane and Boba Fett, and that he shouldn't have to watch Clone Wars, the cartoon show, to get that. You should just explain. He just needs a fucking spoon fed. I don't remember fucking needing that for the events between fucking A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back or Empire Strikes Back to fucking Jedi or any of the other fucking movies. You don't fucking need that kind of shit, dude. If Especially if you already fucking know it exists. Fuck you. You don't need to see it live action. You fucking know it's there. Yeah! Cad Bane fucking helped fucking train Boba Fett after fucking Jango died. And, dude, you know what the craziest thing Piss is? Piss off. It may be even, like, you don't even have to go and buy the books or waste 
hours and hours watching the Clone Wars. Maybe there's just like a video already out there on fucking YouTube, the same platform you're using to bitch about the thing. Or just fucking yeah. look it up in the fucking fan wikis. Exactly. Wikipedia. Yeah, in the you house. take a shit, right? Everybody shits. Fucking read while you're doing it. Uh, another guy bitch because this was a big point of contention for a lot of people. Right. Uh, it's got the standard fucking Robert Rodriguez fucking like over the top action where one of the neutrinos does a fucking spin move. And then fucking fires his gun at one of the fucking spice traders and fucking like blows him away. And like, was that really fucking necessary? The biggest. Are you in space? Do you have a scooter? The biggest fucking person who fucking would not stop fixating on this was Ed Boone, the fucking one of the creators of fucking Mortal Kombat. Yeah. He's like tweeting about it. He's like, was this fucking necessary? It's like, uh, buddy. You're the fucking king over the top. Yeah, you. (laughs) I can literally fucking see you popping your own video game every time I give somebody an uppercut and go, Toasty! So, like, knock it the fuck off, okay? Right? Booner. Like, I can fucking shove grenades at people's asses in your video game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I, you're telling me this is fucking too much? I'm pretty, for a, I'm pretty sure a f- eight-armed dragon man punched my head so hard it came out of my asshole. Yeah. And you're mad because space motor scooters don't do flippies. No, this is just, he was on foot. He was on foot during, like, a big laser oh, fucking so shootout. Oh, so he did some fucking parkour shit? I yeah. just sat on my nuts. Uh, and then uh, another big one, and I fucking got this all queued up, was people were fucking bitching about this. They're like, this fucking takes me out of the fucking moment. I don't know why they have this. So you get the Boba Fett fucking like, song, uh, you know, the end credit scene. And uh, then the last one, they actually sing Boba Fett during it. I got it queued up right here. Get it, boy. It's fucking dope. Damn, what's so that this face drop? Yeah, this fat isn't like in normally. Boba Fett, motherfucker! Look how fucking like. Listen how dope that is, and it's kind of this callback that 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 um, Robert Rodriguez wanted to do to like these Spanish and Italian westerns. Yeah, right. That usually fucking do like even the Django, the original Django movies would do shit like this. Oh, like their big outro theme. Yeah. Shit. And they're like people are bitching. They're like so unnecessary, and it it just took me out of the moment. It's the fucking credits, dude. It's over. Give it time. Somebody will make a rap song with this fucking beat because it slaps. Yeah, it fucking pays its bills. It goes to college. It wears a helmet. Yeah, it checks books out the library. It rides a tandem bike. Yeah, it has kids. It jazzercises. It spits on my screen. (laughs) It uses Yafa to drain its pasta. What? But yeah, dude. I'm gonna let that play in the background. People are fucking just bitching and nitpicking over the like the smallest fucking things, and this is the problem with just fandom in general. The but Star Wars fucking of fans, Star Wars fandom. they're the fucking worst, dude. It's like you know what? Fine, then you, I, I guess you fucking get nothing. Yes. I'm sorry. Did you have fun? Yeah. Was it neat to see all these fucking people together on screen? Yeah. Then what the fuck is your problem? Nobody is holding a blaster to your head and making you fucking watch it. Yeah. If you don't like it, guess what? I don't like Twilight. You know what I do? I don't watch Twilight, and I barely bitch about it. Agree or disagree, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry fucking George Lucas came in 20 years after the fact and changed the fact that fucking Han didn't shoot first, and from that point on, you fucking never been able to move past it. But shut the fuck up, dude. You don't fucking own the rights to this. That's, this isn't your fucking thing. It's not your toys, so don't tell me how to fucking play with them. Yeah. Kind of shit. Okay, maybe not. And like, like I tweeted about it, and fucking people are criticizing me for saying that people are griping over fucking nothing. They are. Get the fuck over it. Wait, so people are complaining about you complaining about people complaining on yeah. the internet? Yeah. Man, this- all I wanted to all I wanted to do is fucking if Favreau or fucking somebody read it, be like, hey, I had fun with your shit. Thank you. Please make some more. 
Dude, you know be crazy? If somebody made a horror movie and the kills at the end were about toxic fandom <laughs> and how like, you ruined my child. Oh, we saw that movie. All I know is just like, nobody was fucking up fucking Robert Rodriguez's ass when he was fucking had um, Antonio Banderas fucking shooting rockets out of a goddamn guitar case in Desperado, which was fucking dope, by the way. If you've never seen it, watch Desperado. So fucking good. For what it's worth, dude, I get down with the majority. Or check out The Rundown, for that matter. That's a fucking excellent movie. It's got The Rock in it. Oh, Who doesn't like The Rock? A little lightning, a little thunder. <laughs> for what it's worth, uh, yeah, Robert Rodriguez knows what the fuck he's doing. He's only been doing it for fucking 30 fucking years. I mean, granted, I don't go wild about the Spy Kids movies, but it's also kind of <laughs> neat that he's like, you know what? I, I got I got kids movies, too. With Danny Trejo in them. Yeah. Uh, he, fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. He did not do the Robert Rodriguez. did not do the rundown. I thought he did. Nah. I, well, Rosario Dawson's in it. Whatever. Fucking Ahsoka's in it. Yeah, that's right. My fucking... She's Watch it either way. But yeah, definitely check out Desperado. Boy, we didn't get off topic. No. All right. Uh, it's fucking starting over. Dude, I just all day. All right. We're going to finish up the fucking news, and then we're going to take a quick fucking break, because it is 47 minutes in, and we haven't even fucking started the episode, essentially. Uh, and, new, and the Jawas are awesome. The Firestarter. Firestarter's getting a remake. Yeah, I saw the preview for that. I know it's Blumhouse and everything. Not really impressed. Kind of unnecessary. See, I, I want to disagree with you, buddy, because I actually think it looks pretty good. Who's and the I dad? Think, I think, oh, it's fucking Zac Efron. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, man. I still think of him. I guess this is me just getting old and refusing to accept it, that he is high school musical. <laughs> he was fun in Baywatch. Dude, Baywatch was really fun. And so are those neighbors flicks. Yeah, those are good, too. Hannibal Burrs. Uh so, and then who's the little girl? She, she's some random shit? Some I don't know her, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, of all the fucking horror movies that they're going to get a reboot, I, I like that they're going with Stephen King, and, like, it's not the one that everyone's like, oh, my God, watch the Stephen King movie. I never hear anybody talk about Firestarter. But I think I saw it once. It's not a bad movie. The original one had uh, uh, Drew Barrymore in it. Yes. And it was one of her first roles. It's pretty good. Pretty good. So, I'm excited for that. It's out now. You can watch the trailer. Uh, I think it's coming to Peacock in oh, May. Sure. In, in the theaters. Uh, next up, another trailer, new Texas Chainsaw trailer. What's that? Oh man, let's let's just cut into this. Yeah. <laughs> about something I let's do it saw. quickly because I fucking don't want to fucking waste too much of my goddamn life talking about what I think is a piece of shit. Hey, you know what's a good idea? Ripping off a movie. Like oh my Halloween. god, dude! I'm Sally Hardiston, and I've been smoking Marlboros with waiting my for this for sixty years. My fucking pussy gargles Jim Beam because I'm ready to kill that it's, they, it's like they took fucking the new Halloween movie, not not and just Halloween H four O two thousand eighteen, and then fucking old man Lori. made it made it rape <laughs> fucking the new Terminator movie with fucking old man Sarah Connor. And they're like, here's what you get. Fucking old man Texas Chainsaw fucking Sally Hardesky fucking showing up. And it's like, Ugh. it's like they took Leatherface's mask off, put it on his ass and then fucked him in the mouth. Ass. That mask looks fucking terrible. Oh, my God. It looks like it actually, looks like shrinky dinks and fucking beef jerky. Actually, and I hate because I'm trying not to be the guy who's like, oh, you don't agree with me. So I don't want to fucking interact with you in life. But actually, I had to stop following fucking Freddy in space on Twitter. Like I muted him for a month because oh. like dude has great. Like, points of view on a lot of things. But his problem is, since he's editor-in-chief of fucking Bloody Disgusting... He's on the pair. He does not want to fucking go against the grain on anything new that's coming out. If it's old, they'll fucking tear into it. Yeah. But new shit, he's like, no, it fucking looks great. No, dude, it doesn't stop it. 
to be fair, Johnny Squire has always been very optimistic and happy about things. Like we live in a world where new horror exists. He's changed quite a bit in the past several years, and and while people get older and fucking can't change their fucking attitude in life, I get it. Right? He, he just it seems like you said very much on the fucking payroll. Yeah, like thumb up the ass kind of thing. And and sorry about you, buddy, but yeah. like because we know you. It, really, it does podcast. not look good. The movie may be great doesn't fucking change the fact that that mask looks like it's melting off his fucking face and that doesn't make it look terrifying it makes it look dumb how many people do you think they went through like hey does this look good be honest be honest it 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 looks like melted shit right sure it looks like melted shit it's awful looking it's just the original the 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 original was fucking iconic and very terrifying honestly none of them are bad even the one in fucking a new the new generation it's Dude, not, that's pretty bad it's better than this one Valid point. Yep. Okay. Can't really argue that. Yeah. It wasn't until you get into the modern day remakes with like the Leatherface movie. Um, that was, honestly, that one from the last 3D one was kind of shitty. Yeah, that one too. I well, I all I could focus on was fucking what's her name's boobs. My God. Yeah. Every chick in that movie's hot. Uh, next up, Dario Argento is back with his first new movie in ten years. A new giallo called Dark Glasses, about a prostitute who is blinded by a serial killer and now has to survive uh, with the help of some child as the killer tries to finish what he started. Also, there seems to be a lot of dogs eating people in the trailer, so that's cool. Man, so I like Dario Argento. I think the last movie I tried to watch, it's like, not Rutger, yeah, I think it's Rutger Hauer, and he's he's Dracula, and he's fucking annihilated the whole time. He's just so <laughs> drunk. Like, is he supposed to be, or is this just fucking Rutger Hauer? Rutger Hauer kind of did some um, improvis. <laughs> he's, he's method acting. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, and it's it was fucking not good, which I hate to say because it's Dario Argento. He's the Stephen King of Italian horror movies and shit. He is. He knows what the fuck is up. Alright, we're going to take a quick break before we come back for this last bit of news. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Look, I'm just saying, if you took the machine from Weird Science and put a bottle of Tenafly Viper, Louis Anderson's Dead Corpse, and Glenn Danzig into it, out would come the Here Comes a Spooky podcast. And yes, I mean that as a compliment, and yes, it does give me that Snickers dick vein between my legs. So please, listen to the Here Comes a Spooky podcast. These guys know what the fuck they're talking about. That was our man, Dr. Benny Graves, giving us a little shout out there. <laughs> I guess I got so drunk I don't remember that, but <laughs> man, that's good shit. Benny, Benny's always killing it. That was from our... Uh, uh, Edge uh, of the Axe. Edge of the Axe, yeah, yeah. Our last episode. That was fun, man. That was a good episode. Uh, sorry, so we're back. Last little piece of talking point here. Scream 6 has been greenlit. Duh. So, <laughs> fucking, that movie paid a shit ton of money. Yeah, so here's the thing, right? With that, I believe, old fucking Cincinnati Jeff over here believes that we're going to see a second horror movie renaissance. We've already, this is, and before obviously Scream came out, we're already seeing long dormant franchises coming back to life with varying success, such as obviously the Halloween franchise, mm-hmm. Candyman, and things like that. And this is all before Scream 5 hit theaters. But movies like this obviously make some cash money and people want in. Hell yeah, dude. So, like, we're even getting a sequel to fucking 1984's The Mutilator, which is like way out of left field. I'm all right with that. I Obviously, thought. Obviously, we're getting a remake of fucking Firestarter. They're always making fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, but let's not talk about those. Yep. Hey, moving on. But with. Or we'll get canceled. With that being said, not just because you were bringing this up outside, uh, this is our Here Comes the Spooky top horror renaissance movies, renaissance movies that totally rode the fucking coattails of Scream's success. Oh, wow. So I put this together. 
All right. For us. Uh, so let me know if you agree or disagree with any of these. And this is in no particular order, except for I would say well, maybe the first one. All right. Uh, so number 10, Cherry Falls. Still have never seen it. I Man, know the it's premise. Good. It's, it's good. Brittany Murphy. It's got Michael Bean in it. Uh, fucking, it's so good. The only problem is, is that like they cut a bunch of footage because they couldn't get a theater release, so they released it on Sci-Fi. Then they lost all the cut footage. So like, if you get the Screen Factory Blu-ray, which is fantastic, they can't locate the footage, but they know it exists somewhere. So hopefully one day we'll get that shit. Yeah, like Event Horizon. Uh, number nine, Final Destination. Those are great movies. Mm-hmm. They're a lot of fun, dude. Love the fifth one. Love the fucking turn on the fifth one there at the end. It's like, it's actually a prequel. That was cool. And they, they hit it so well. They did. Uh, number eight, Disturbing Behavior. <laughs> Not a bad film. No, it's fun. It's fun. No, is that Kevin Williamson or just like close enough? Uh, close enough. Uh, number seven, Idle Hands. That's a fun movie. That was like, I watched three movies in high school back to back to back. It was Go... SLC Punk and Idle Hands. Dude, Idle Hands is a lot of fun. Yeah, we should do that. We oh. should do that on the podcast. Um, someone might be saving that for their birthday movie. Hmm. Uh, number six, The Faculty. That one's Kevin Williamson. That's right. A disturbing behavior because those came out at the same time and they have very similar energy. Man, I love The Faculty, though. Again, fucking Robert Patrick. Mm-hmm. Fucking as the gym teacher. A lot of fun there. Super racist in that movie. John Stewart's in that, right? Yeah, he's a he science like, teacher. Yeah, like a hand hacked off. Or also, so is uh, um, uh, Pam Greer. Isn't everybody in that movie? Yeah, uh, fucking uh, what's her nuts? Not Pam Greer. Uh, fucking um, not Penelope Cruz. Um, oh, uh, my bitch. My um, big old teddy muse from fucking uh, Dogma. Damn, why am I drawing Selma a Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek, thank you. Another Robert Rodriguez regular. Thank Say you. That yes. Times fast. Right. <laughs> Dust till dawn. Uh, number five. This movie, Valentine. I love it. Yeah. Uh, number four. Obviously, you got to have fucking. If you're talking Scream, you're talking '90s fucking horror movies. I know what you did last summer. I think I like Urban Legend better than that. Well, that's number three. Huh. Urban Legend. And here's the two. Two. I would definitely put at the top of this list of from the Renaissance because otherwise these these franchises were kind of dead at this time. Number two, Bride of Chucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the last one, if that was like 98, maybe 7. 98. Okay, and then I think Child's Play 3 came out in... 93. Like, really? Yeah, but it was supposed to be... It was set in like cause like 10 years after the second one, because like Andy's like 14 or 15. Okay. Uh, so it was like set in the future, kind of like how Terminator 2 did it, where it's like came out in 91, but it's really supposed to be 95. Does it ever weird you out like when they talk in the future of movies? Like, what... Well, when when do when was the Great War of like Cyberdyne supposed to take place? Like nineteen ninety seven. Oh, August sixteenth, nineteen ninety seven. I want to say. And you just grab your fence as all of your fucking skin gets ripped off your body. And so number one is fighting. There's actually two movies here. Right. First one, Halloween H two O. Resurrection, not Resurrection. Sorry, uh, Halloween six came out in ninety five, ninety six yeah. somewhere. Ninety five. That sounds about right. But let's be honest, it was fucking dead by then. Yeah. H2O came, or this movie came along, and like, fucking horror movies can redo invent themselves. So they did it again, kind of rebooted it in a sense. Well, it's Kevin Williamson again. The other number one spot that I couldn't fucking figure out which should go first, Scream 2. Right? Riding the coattails of the first one for sure. My favorite Scream, by the way. Really? It's the best, but it is my fucking favorite. I love it. Dude, it's fucking big turn. It's fucking Billy Loomis' mom. 
Aunt Jackie. And also, let's never forget that Timberland and Magoo song. Oh, loved you, loved you, loved you, loved you. That's a catchy fucking song. But go ahead. Uh, so that's it. That's it. That's, that's the top ten there. You got any that uh, I didn't mention that kind of came out in there? Uh, man, I'll always say Night Watch. But I think that's a remake. I think we've tackled that. But that watch is so, good. It's so dope. You got Obi-Wan Kenobi. You got Thanos. You got Old Girl from Gilmore's. You got Nick Nolte and his scarifying teeth. You got fucking Brad Dorf. Man, if they ever drop that on Blu-ray or whatever, we should totally do that. <laughs> uh, so we want to thank the Patreons real quick. Thank you for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. You help the show be what it is. You allow us to get the equipment that we can use with those special fun buttons and things like that. You help keep the podcast running. Thanks once uh, again, gang. Especially those at the uh, $10 Cool Brewster tier. So thank you, Mr. Tom Aerosmith, Matt Huey, Ooh. John Zinkin, Simple Ben Welly, Noslin Evil Dies Tonight! <laughs> they don't get that. Uh, fucking the Atomic Scarecrow himself. I love that guy. Tedis DeRoss. And of course, Aaron fucking Southworth from the Horrible Horror Podcast. If we haven't brought him up enough, let's fucking right, do That's it one the more drinking time. game. Every time we, we help plug the Horrible Horror. Aaron Southwind. That's right. Aaron Southport. Aaron Southballs. I, I think we equally plug each other. Oh, I plug him. Whoa. <laughs> Quite a bit. Um, Gay sex. You know, it's it's uh, the buddy system. <laughs> It's the elephant walk. Uh, so when, where was the first time you saw this movie? Nacho, it was a fucking Valentine. Shit, dude. Um, probably like 2003. I think I caught this on HBO or something. Right on. Right. How about you, dude? Uh, so 2001, actually. Not, I did not see it in theater, uh, but uh, I picked this for a group to watch with people that normally watch movies like Center Stage or Coyote Ugly. I'm not mad at Coyote Ugly. It's hot chicks. But, like, I, I was dating this girl in high school, and, like, all her I was friends 25. would get together. <laughs> no, I was also in high school. Uh, and we'd all get together on, like, Fridays or Saturdays, and we'd, like, watch a movie together. And, like, everybody'd pick one, and, like, they just pick the fucking lamest shit. I saw one that was kind of funny. It was called Blow Dry. It had uh, Alan Rickman in it. It was, like, a comedy about, like, hairdressers. It was, like, a British comedy. It was fun, but... Alan like, Rickman's fun. It's it's just that kind of... Like, nobody's picking horror movies. And I remember this one specifically because it had a trailer for House of a Thousand Corpses, which I was like, that fucking looks dope. I'm excited to see that, which it didn't even come out until a, a while later. <laughs> it was in limbo for a while. So, but it was well not it was not well received by anyone other than myself in that group, and I don't I I think the next time I got to pick, I picked the Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. I still have your copy, by the way. Oh, it's so good. Uh, so this is not a video nasty. This is not on our Hello Nasty list. Uh, directed by Jamie Blanks. Right, this is he is a two time. Here comes the spooky podcast director. He did Urban Legend, which we've already mm -hmm. done. And uh, I want to I want to say this. This is uh, this is something new that we've got here. Okay. All right. Here comes the Spookies. Hall, Hall of, of Nobody. That's right. On here comes the Spooky. We want to highlight the nobodies of the fucking horror movie, or just generally the movie community. Right? Everybody, you can fucking name your Brad Dorfs, right? And your fucking Wes Cravens and your Sean Cunning, Tuntinghams, right? Everybody fucking knows who fucking Jason was and Jason X and all that shit, right? Like, but I, I, we want to highlight Arcane Hotter. <laughs> we want to highlight the people that don't get enough love, right? So Jamie Blanks directed Urban Legend first. Love it. Then he directed, uh, uh, obviously, this movie, Valentine. 
He also did a couple of other uh, uh, horror movies. Uh, there was like an original one from him that he did in 93 called Silent Number that you can see on YouTube. Uh, he did Storm Warning in 2007 and Long Weekend in 2008. Uh, Storm Warning is an Australian horror movie. Okay. Uh, it, it's pretty fun, but I actually like Long Weekend, which is like a, a remake of like a 70s horror movie called Long Weekend. Okay. Uh, it is a lot of fun. Oh, also, he's Billy Blanks' brother, the Tybo guy. No, he's not. <laughs> so he is our introductory member into Here Comes the Spookies Hall of Nobody. We just want to give you one of these. Thanks for being you and all that you've done. Aw. All right. Now we're moving on. Because it's time to meet our casualties. Oh, my God. He's killing me. He's killing me. He's killing me. Did you like that Hall of Nobodies? No, oh, it's a good button, man. Yeah. Good job, buddy. Don't fucking talk during the xylophone. It's coming up, okay? Here it isn't. Here it isn't. There it is. Let's go. Xylophone. Bitch. (laughs) All right. Uh, So it's a beautiful cast. First up, Denise Richards plays Mm -hmm. Paige Prescott. Now, if you don't know Denise Richards, he was in The World Is Not Enough, the James Bond movie. Tammy and the (laughs) T-Rex. Yes, she was. (laughs) Who was she in... um like Valentine coming or something. Doctor Christmas Jones Chris, in the uh, in the James Bond. Your universe. parents must have hated you. She, <laughs> she was a, uh, a nuclear physicist, of course. Uh, okay, so, so Tammy the T Rex, Loaded Weapon One. Really, dude? Yeah. Who the fuck is she in that? Uh, Denise Richards. Oh, also right, in Starship Troopers. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, well, we also got David, and my wife corrected me on this earlier. Who? My wife, Thanks. David Borianas. No, Borianas. Bore, is it? It's, trust me, dude. It's Borianas. Whatever. You should know this. You're the fucking. Uh, um, yeah, he plays Adam Carr and Jeremy Melton. He's Angel from Buffy. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fucking Buffy guy, but I don't fucking know how to say his name. Dude, get a regular white person's name, okay? Well, Smith or Jones or something. David. It sounds uh, sounds a like, uh, Greek. Yeah. Whatever. He kind of looks like a caveman. He's got kind of got that Ron Perlman shit going on. Yeah. I'm sorry I can't say your name. David Boreanaz. <laughs> we also have Marley Shelton. Who, this is the stupidest fucking name, dude. Kate Davies. <laughs> what kind of asshole would have that as her it's last name? It's a dumb name? fucking. It's it's like in 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 Europe and especially in like Britain. It's fucking like it's like Smith over there. It's a stupid Davies, stupid fucking name. Uh, she I, was in. I like it. Sin City. Who the fuck was she in Sin City? Fucking watch it and you find out. Uh, she's fucking Wendy Pfeffercorn in the Sandlot. Oh yes, she is. And Deputy Judy Lemon Squares in the Scream franchise with that thick Hillsborough mommy. Bungus. Eating all them fucking lemon squares. I'll eat her lemon We've square. also got Jessica Capshaw as Dorothy Wheeler. She was in Minority Report. Jessica Caulfield as Lily Vaught. She was in White Chicks. I love White Chicks. She, she was in Urban Legend, Final Cut. No way. Oh, okay, Final Cut. Yeah. And one of my fucking favorite franchises of all time. This is not a joke. She's in both of the Legally Lons, and she's going to be in the third one. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah. Well, my wife uh, first uh, moved in. My wife. Thank you. She was. Uh, we were like combining DVDs and like then selling the doubles to. Yeah. Uh, Get rid uh, of the slackers. Dukes. And she's like, "Which one of these do we keep?" I was like, "Obviously, my copy of Legally Blanks is the box set. Yours can fucking your Lucy's can get the fuck out of here." Ew. I love Legally Blonde, dude. I do not care. Literally, my fucking favorite movie. <laughs> I don't give a shit, nope, dude. Nope. I'm not saying it ironically. I fucking dead serious, dude. So it's like Full Metal Jacket, dog shit. No, I didn't say it's dog shit. I just love Legally Blonde, dude. The Omen, fucking garbage. It's, 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 I'm sorry. You fucking uh, uh, like fucking afraid of fun? Are you allergic to it? Uh, all right. What's the porno parody then? Illegally blonde. <laughs> Eighteen. Barely barely legally blonde. Barely legal and blonde. Uh and then last and certainly not least, uh Catherine Heigel's teeth plays Shelly Fisher. Uh, of course she was in Bride of Chucky, Home Sweet Kill, uh so I'm sorry, Home Sweet Hell and Knocked Up. Yeah. Um that's about it, man. Yeah, no, that's I mean that's a really punished the cast. Uh, of course I gotta make fun of Catherine Heigel. But one, because she's famous and how dare she fucking have flaws. Two, because she fucking hates this movie. She like she's gone on record several she she goes on record about movies she's made. She's like, that's a dumb fucking movie. She did the same thing for knocked up with Seth Rogan's like, what the fuck, man? Like, it's not cool. We we worked hard on that together. Uh she hates this movie. Well and she's like, Ugh. I just I didn't read the whole script. I only read my parts and I just after seeing it, I just couldn't believe it. It's like one Bitch. You were the Janet Lee. You shot. You got all your film. You know your shit shot. So you're in fuck. Yeah, you're the fucking Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. of this. You should know what happens to you and whatever. What did I mean? And you're just in it for a fucking like a, a kunter there in the beginning, and that's it. So like, shut up. Sorry. Yeah, own it. Yeah. Can you? Can, all right. Cool. Can you give Jamie Blanks that money back then? I guess from mm-hmm. fucking uh, paying you. So whatever. Released in. Uh, t- no, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not mad. All right. She fucking. She got teeth. Looks like she's fucking drawn by Rob Lightfield. All right. Looks like fucking teeth grew a fucking woman body around it. Uh, released in February 2001. It's a weird year for horror movies, right? This is like post Scream, uh, like but well, still kind post of post 911, and I think right before or uh, post Columbine and right before 911. Um, <laughs> right. When, when did 911 take place? I don't remember. 2001. No, I mean like what month? Well, it's September 11th. I was just trying yeah. to get you there. Uh, so, Scary Movie 2 came out. Jeepers Creepers. Fuck that boy fucking dude. You're going to like this one. Session 9. Dude, that's a that's a beauty. A live in the week in the weary duck. God. Uh, 13 Ghosts, Matthew Lillard movie. I love it. I like that movie. Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. <laughs> oh, I love I still have that copy for Big Video. Route 66. I don't know that one. Um, let's see what else we got here. Ghost of Mars came John, out. Is that John Carpenter's best movie? No. Is it fun? That's the most fun you're ever going to have being disappointed at a John Carpenter movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Bones came was, out. Bones was okay. Yeah. With Snoop Dogg. Let's see. Mimic 2 came out that year. That's the uh, cockroach of all the cockroaches one, I'm thinking. Jason X. I love that movie. It's okay. He just wanted his machete back. Uh, Frailty. Dude, Frailty is so good. Yeah, Frailty is fucking good. Uh, that's, I think, pretty much anything worth of note. Not going to talk about Donnie Darko. And oh. yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. All right. So, How to Watch. 
right? I think it's on Sling for free right now. It is, it is. Uh, it's on a couple of streaming services for free. Obviously, got it's 2001 movie, so of course you got VHS. Got your standard DVD. Uh, and then the Scream Factory Blu-ray, which mm-hmm. is excellent. Tons of fucking special features on there. Some deleted scenes and things like that. Uh, Scream Factory just bringing the love every time. Right, absolutely. And now it's time to fucking horse around with some maniacs. Whoa. One of us is really going to enjoy murdering you. All right. So the film opens in 1988 at a Valentine's Day dance at Robert Kennedy Middle School in San Francisco. Wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, no, it's San Fran. My bad. What's up? Okay. Mm, printed the wrong one. You need me to buy time? No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Uh, okay. So shout out to IMDb because I pulled their shit. Okay. Um, well, I do that every time, right? I pull their shit to plug holes in anything that I might have missed. Nothing wrong with that. Right? Because I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm typing as I'm fucking watching. Uh, but this is just like all of it. I don't know where mine is then. I must not have fucking put it over. Okay, so shout out to fucking IMDb because your shit's our script. All right. So my bad. But IMDb, whoever did that, thank you. It's not plagiarism if you call them out, right? Yeah, I don't know who did it, but thank you. So we're, we're going to read off that. So that's even less fun for me. But see, because I'm all fucking upset about fucking Star Wars. I'm not fucking paying attention. <sighs> it's all right, buddy. Boba Fett. Boba all right. Fett. All right, so the film opens 1988 Valentine's Day dance at Robert Kennedy Middle School in San Francisco. Jeremy Melton, a nerdy-looking young boy, asks four girls to the dance while he's there. Go you ahead. Mean, you mean baby Dwight K. Schrute? <laughs> Beats. Bears. Battlestar. Dude, you hit us that with that the other night. We were fucking uh, on Marshall's birthday. They didn't show up for. Okay. And you fucking, you did fucking, you Dwight Schrute'd your hair and put on Ben's glasses. <laughs> and you're like, fucking walked down the room. You're like, hold on. Beats. Bears, Battlestar Galactica. I fucking almost shit my pants laughing, dude. It was good. I'm a hoot. All right, so this kid walks around and he's just he's just he's just trying to dance with some pretty ladies, right? He talks up to uh, Shelly, Lily, and Paige, and Kate, uh, and uh, each of them turn him down. The first three kind of harshly. Oh yeah, it's like ew. What is- what, the one fucking Shelly said ooh. Lily said I'd rather be boiled alive. Mm, foreshadowing. Also, yeah, and one of them called him uh, 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 in pervert. your dreams, loser. Okay, uh, little little Lily looks okay. So she has like some fucking like pearl necklace all down and like one of those weird leather daddy fucking nineties. Uh, so Lily looks like she's about to pop, lock, and drop it and shred some fucking cardboard to some funky fresh tunes at any given second. <laughs> also, young Paige looks just like Denise Richards. So good job. Everybody. They did a good job. Uh, Kate uh, rejects him politely, and she's like, maybe later we can yeah. fucking do some dancing. Maybe, maybe never, you fuck. So then Jeremy's like, all right. So then he fucking turns to the bleachers, and he sees this heavy set Dorothy Wheeler. But she's not. That's what I don't get. They The whole time, they're like, she's f- oh, she's Hollywood fat. Buffalo, what they call uh. her, right? Uh, so Dorothy's like, let's go to these fucking bleachers and fucking uh, make some make fucking, uh, fucking big titty kiss noises here. So they begin to make out, and then a fucking bunch of bullies kind of fucking creep up. One and of these bullies is fucking uh, Mickey from Shameless. Really? Yeah. I did my so they fucking start peeping on him. They called, they're fucking watching these two make out, but they called Jeremy the fucking pervert. Yeah. And they're like, look at the fucking nerd in the buffalo getting at it. And, and like, she pushes him away. And like, she's like, ew. Oh. Yeah. She's like, like, she didn't fucking know what she was doing. And he, the kids, are, the fucking bullies are like, did he attack you? And fucking yeah. Dorothy's like, yeah. 
And then fucking Jeremy's like, no, 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 no. Just feeling around it for some Skittles. You know she got him on her. It's true, though. So they fucking start calling Jeremy a fucking, like, fucking attacker. Like, fucking sexually assaulted her. So the bullies pour punch on him. I don't know where they got the punch. Uh, probably the dance. No, but, like, how did they fucking whisk it away? Bring it over to the bleachers when they didn't have it in the first place. Well, they had to pick out that cell phone that was in it, too. That was weird. <laughs> so then they fucking go into the bleachers. They strip down his underwear and then just beat the shit out of him in front of a bunch of fucking students. And nobody stops this. And, and then... Uh, this is fucking grade A assault. Straight up. And battery. Uh, so then all the kids start chanting, plug it up, plug it up, plug... Oh. Wait, wrong movie. Because uh, his fucking nose starts bleeding as because he gets fucking like when he gets like nervous or turned on or something. No, that's Master Roshi. <laughs> <laughs> so they all laugh at him as he's fucking getting his ass beat. Uh, and Jeremy's obviously fucking staring Dorothy down with this fucking fury look as Wait, his fucking fuck? as he gets this fucking Master Roshi bleed. He got it's because he got I his... totally have that in my script. Oh, really? Well, not in this one, but the, my real one. Okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah, no, no, fuck that. So. The why is Jeremy's just mad at her. He's you know what? He's probably so used to getting his ass kicked by these kids all the time. Well, she it, fucking pretended that he fucking no, like, it, kiss raped her. Yes, it's shitty. It's shady. But uh, wouldn't you be mad at all the dudes beating you up? Oh, yeah, that didn't that wouldn't go well with me for sure. So now we cut to present day L.A. And we've got fucking Shelly, uh, who is uh, apparently a medical student with great great rack yeah uh real talk out, out of nowhere i didn't know katherine hagel had such big tits she does dude she used to be used to be she was in this movie called 100 girls and uh she's good looking um so she's on a date uh with jason marquette who is just fucking basic fucking yuppie trash douchebag he fucking refers to himself in the first person she's oh. like jason likes what he sees george is getting upset i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> Uh, Shelly, who's fucking already exhausted and regretting this date, uh, eventually she's like, fuck this. I'm out. Jason's like, doesn't her. She's fucking around on a plate. Didn't she write, like, help me with her yeah. peas or something? Okay, okay. He's, she's like, Jason's like, I'm really. Jason likes what he sees. She's like, Jason has spinach in his teeth. And he's like, yep. Jason's got to get it. So he fucking, she fucking blows him off. Good move. And uh, Jason's trying to tap ass from another girl. And she's like, I'm going to go back to the fucking morgue and study some shit. Yeah, I'd rather um, hang out with dead people than your ass. Right. So she's in the fucking morgue and she's going to fucking work on a cadaver. And so like, there's this noise. A distraction. And she's like, what is that? This is crazy. Uh, so she fucking goes to check it out. And then she goes and finds another student in the like locker room yeah. of the morgue. It's just a standard jump scare. Right. That's all this is. Um, but what, what is really cool is then after Homeboy leaves, she finds this Valentine on her locker. These Valentine, the, uh, Valentines. These Valentines from uh, The Secret Admirer. I love these things. Yes, they're, they're really cool. cool. And they kind of got like that Baba Duke pop-up book aspect. Yeah. It says, uh, the journey of love is an arduous trek. My love grows for you as you bleed from your neck. It's got a little pull tab and a fucking knife comes up. That's so fun. And it's signed by J.M., She's My like, roommate. She's like, fuck this. She returns the cadaver, and as she goes to fucking cut into it, it starts to breathe. Yeah. She gets all fucking freaked out, and then she goes to run away, but then the real cadaver falls out of a closet. Chad. Then she turns around, and fake cadaver's now gone. Oh, breathing cadaver's gone. She's like, what the fuck? What was Cupid's plan here? I have I, no idea. Maybe this like, looks If really she didn't stop, because she had the fucking scabble to his sternum. Like this right. movie over, fucking roll credits. 
that's weird. This guy isn't dead anymore. Uh, no, like, so what was his plan? You're just going to lay there and then like, oh, she's going to stab me in the stomach and slip me open. That'll freak her out. <laughs> Dumbass. So she's like, fuck. Okay, there's the real cadaver. Fucking fake cadaver's gone. So she's like, abracadaver, it's disappeared. <laughs> looking around and then fucking all of a sudden she gets attacked by a fully fucking dressed Cupid who chases her down the fucking hall. And she's like, well, I don't like this. Uh, so she fucking runs and hides in the body bag room with just just fucking full of dead bodies. Right. And she's like, shit, fucking trap. There's only one way in and out of this motherfucker and fucking old fucking cherub face is chasing me down. So she goes to hide. Uh, fucking, uh, I guess, Cupid? Yeah, Cupid, him Cupid? Cupid face. Cupid face comes in and he's like checking the body bags. He's like, there's too many of these fucking body bags to check. I'm just going to stab him instead. So he just starts fucking stabbing him, which is really cool. It's like when Lori just... Or uh, when fucking Sydney just starts shooting through the door, she's like, I don't have time for this shit. Fuck this. So he gets to the last one. Obviously, fucking uh, Shelly is hiding inside. She gets her throat slit. Uh, and as uh, he does so, his nose starts bleeding from inside the mask and fucking starts coming out of the mask. Death number one, Shelly. Hey, at least she didn't have to go too far for the autopsy. <laughs> We just reuse this toe tag. Right, yeah. Hey, just She's already ball. in the bag. Right. Too. She, she did our job for him. Yeah. Uh, back now in San Francisco, we've got Kate and Paige who are uh, walking into a turbo dating session for Kate. Uh, they're discussing Kate's boyfriend, Adam, mm-hmm. who suffers from a drinking solution. She And then fucking Paige is like, he's a drunk. It's like, well, you're a bitch. So there you you're go. You're kind of a whore. Yeah, you kind of suck. Yeah. Denise Richards Richards is fun. She's a cock tease this entire movie, but it's kind of enjoyable. The terminating session goes about as well as you would fucking assume it would go. Uh, My favorite is when fucking homeboy sits down and he's like decent looking and things like that and then just starts flirting with Paige instead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Stay in your fucking lane, Paige. God, she's like, did my friend here tell you uh, that uh, did Kate tell you that she's in a fucking serious relationship? Brian is his name. He's like, yep. no, he, she did not. She's like, but I'm available. I like to call him Andy Sandberg on crack. <laughs> this head is fucking weird looking, dude. It looks like the fucking senator uh, from f- from fucking X Men after oh, he gets senator his King. bars and he fucking shoves his head through the bars and it gets all elongated. That's what he looks like. He reminds me of like Senator Robert Kelly, Brian Thompson's little brother. Okay, right? Am I tripping? Um, so obviously fucking speed dating sucks, uh, but Paige gets that Brian guy's fucking number. Uh, Kate then receives a call about Shelly's murder. Uh, then we cut to Shelly's funeral where the fucking, uh, all the fucking girl posse show up. So we've got Lily and Dorothy, Kate and Paige. Um, they're questioned at the fucking funeral by Detective Vaughn. Uh, who's like wants to know about Shelly and they're like, well, we haven't fucking seen her for a year. She goes to med school. Um, and I love, like, as they're walking back to the car, the funeral's over and fucking Paige takes her fucking like, oh, like sweater off and she's in a fucking like a titty dress. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's a funeral. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm all right with it. Let it go. Uh, also, Adam shows up, right? And he's like, kind of, kind of wanting to reunite with Kate there. I would. Um, but she's like, Adam, you have a bit of a drinking problem, and we've only been separated for three weeks. We're trying to give us, each other some space, which is total bullshit. Like, don't do that. So, also, I love how she's like, well, last time we hung out, we weren't uh, 
Tijuana and shacked up in a fucking hotel room and had a three-day fuck fest. <laughs> that's, according to Krusty Clown, that's the greatest fucking place on earth. Right? Tijuana! <laughs> TJ Donkey shows, homie. <laughs> I like how she finds a bottle of, like, no-name brand tequila. Yeah, it, it's like McCormick's in a plastic bottle. And he's like, like that's, that's for, for my it's for my friend. I'm holding yeah. on to it for my friend. For my friend. Okay. <laughs> I'm also holding one of those dirty magazines for him, too. Right. Uh, so after the funeral, Dorothy, uh, heads home and she finds that she's received a Valentine. This one also signed by JM and has a similar message. Roses are red. Violets are blue. They'll need dental records to identify you. That's pretty badass. Is this the part where she screams with her mom? Yeah. It's, it's so weird. I love this. Like Dorothy's a rich bitch. They've got fucking like housemaids and shit. Oh yeah. No, they, they live in that lavish mansion from h2o and <laughs> john milton's fucking porno sex dungeons yes, yes. Yeah. judy jurgensen and it's a good sized house it's where rena reynolds got fucking raped she knew what she was doing that, that'll learn her but <laughs> it's uh yeah she's like La- laotian or something and she comes down and she's like well what the hell is this oh is this oh the camel shows up or am i just skipping not, I mean, that, yeah, not yet but yeah okay as she's yeah, she's getting into her stepmom, getting into it with her stepmom, who apparently is younger than she is. Which it, it, she goes, yeah, well, if you, you can't even rent a car, so go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, and then I love their little back and forth, but then like she breaks Kim, the mom, so bad that like she starts breaking into Leo, and she's like just going in. That always cracks me. Man, up. fucking shot did you just call me a guy gene dog? <laughs> fucking so fucking Dorothy's boyfriend Campbell shows up. Pre-med played by Dick. Daniel Cosgrove. Pre-made Dick from uh do you uh, remember that Van scene? Wilder? Do you remember that scene at Van Wilder where they made him eat all like the dog jizz eclairs? <laughs> Cisco totally jacked off that dog. That's weird. <laughs> that That's not Cisco. Oh, it could be. It's the dude from uh uh real life. Um MTV's Gotcha, not Cisco. Gotcha. Uh, Hawaii. He's from the Hawaii house. Oh, good. Uh, Anyway, he arrives fucking out of nowhere, and he's like, hey, um, so I know I've been dating for a little bit, but, like, turns out my roommate kind of didn't pay his version of the rent, and so I've been kicked out. Can I stay in your giant-ass mansion? It's like, yeah, shit's fucked up. I'm not running into scheme or anything. So fucking Dorothy's stepmom... Um, I'm gonna say this wrong. It's Kim. Kim, played by Benty Ha. I almost said Benny Hana. So my bad there. Hey, whatever. Uh, Benita Ha. Benita Ha. Okay. Benita. Ha. Uh, she's like, what's up with fucking Campbell? And uh, that's what sparks the whole fucking yeah. like back and forth. Dude, um, Dorothy is so weird and protective about this. She's super weird. She's weird, but also she's not as fat as she once was when she was 13. So uh, I don't. <laughs> You know, it'd be weird if she was the killer. Sorry that you're porky and rich. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I got a whole bit about it later. Yeah. Uh, so whatever that shit happens. She's like, of course, Campbell, you can stay here. Cut to Kate's place. She's taking a sexy shower. Oh, yeah. Oh, so the water runs out and she can't fucking rinse her hair. <laughs> so she like tries all the different sinks. They don't work. She tries to get a bottle of Evian water from the fucking fridge. It's no. not full enough. She goes to the toilet, and instead of using the water in the tank, which you know Thank is clean, you. she uses the fucking bowl water, dude. Yeah. Um, dumb. To fucking rinse her fucking shampoo hair off so she can go to work. Yeah, she should have gave herself a swirly to just, like, make it. She, she tried to go to the landlord, but fucking he wasn't answering. Um, but 
uh, when all that happens, like her fucking doors are kind of opening and shutting. She's like, I think fucking somebody's here watching me. So she goes down the hall and she finds a Cupid mask in the uh, uh, elevator door, door, like kind of jamming it up. Um, and, uh, her fucking scary ass fucking neighbor, scary Gary, scary Gary comes out. It's like, he talks to her in like rhymes. Hey, Kate, want a date? You could be my mate. It might be our fate. Yeah. Like fucking weird haikus. So this dude looks like douchebag cart, uh, Kmart, Chris Cornell, (laughs) but he's super horny. So he's Chris (laughs) Cornell, (laughs) Chris Cornell. So while that's going on, uh, we cut to fucking Paige and Lily, who are uh, reviewing a video date. Man, these bitches—they are fucking thirsty, superficial as fuck. Um, and because if if they say he's six foot, it's really five four and loafers. Yeah. So they're like, like checking out these video date profiles, and all of a sudden the fucking doorbell rings. There's nobody there, but they're like, oh, hey. It's, it must be fucking Lance it's from a, the fucking video because he's too short. Uh, so they open it up and there's a goddamn box, box of chocolates. Box of chocolates. Yeah. So uh, they, they, fucking, in it, they fucking get it and there's a card. Of course, it says uh, uh, it's signed by JM, right? This Valentine with a box of chocolates. It says a well-known fact that beauty is skin deep. Savor the taste. You are what you eat, which is like the least ominous of the ones. Right. So Lily's like, all right, Paige, if you say they're for me, they're for me. Even though you're the whore, she eats it. Fucking mouthful of maggots, dude. And it's a great fucking little looking effect. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's because they use real maggots. I hope she fucking really ate them. All right. So how did Cupid Face even pull this one off? The maggots and the chocolate? And like, what is the proper maggot to chocolate ratio? Like, how many maggots per piece of candy? Can maggots survive being baked in chocolate? I, so, nah, fuck, I don't know. Like, because they poured the chocolate. You know what? She had an injector. I don't know. I'm not a chocolate baker. Yeah, you know what? Well, let's let the movie do its job. Right. So nasty ass maggots in the mouth, and they're like, "Oh my god, uh, horrifying!" So then uh, later on, Paige and Lily are trying to figure out who JM might be, and they go through the various men that Paige fucking has banged in her and life. So they are there for five, and hours. then they decide, like, "Oh, you know what? Do you remember Jeremy Melton? Jeremy Melton, who the the kid from high school? Yeah, and they 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 make fun of him like big buck teeth in real, real time." And then they like fucking glibly fucking talk about like how mean they were to him and like huh like passe just like you're, uh. you're you're still you're still mean to them yeah like it's like you're you're not good people. Uh, later that evening, we've got cat cat Kate Paige Dorothy and of course Campbell, who go to a photo art exhibit hosted by Lily's boyfriend Max, who looks like Kmart Orlando Jones, <laughs> and also seems to be a little fucking hot for Kate. I mean, Kate's uh, uh, the uh, exhibit. Is basically just fucking porn. Yeah, I don't get the allure like it of this. Starts, it's just eyes and mouths, like women's mouths that talk, and then later on, it's fucking titties. Mm-hmm. Which uh, you cut to. It's like minute. It's like the thirty-four minute mark, thirty-four and fifty-four seconds in the movie. We see our only, our first set of titties. Yeah. One of like three, and they're only in this exhibit, so and they're counts. on the fucking wall. Uh, so we get some titties there. Titties. Um. So. Uh, obviously nobody's feeling the fucking art exhibit, so oh, these, Lily's these like shit all over everything, sneaking off with Max, and they're fucking making out. And he like apparently brought his like assistant over, mm-hmm. and like Lily's like, the fuck's up with this bitch? Like touching her titties yeah. and watching us. Max like I invited her. Yeah, this is Amy. I know I invited her. And Lily's like I'm not fucking down with this. I'm out. So she fucking leaves, and Max is like, fine, I'll just fuck Amy by myself. 
And then all of a sudden, this like secret wall closes behind her of televisions. This is like the maze of the shining, but it's made out of a penthouse. <laughs> it's like, are you in the fucking dance studio for Disturbia or Suspiria? Like what the fuck's going uh, okay, on here? Yes. All right. Uh, and uh, then uh, Cupid shows up with a fucking bow and arrow and starts to fucking shoot Lily constantly over and over again, stagging her throughout the door into a long staircase where he fucking fires into her one more time, nose bleeding, knocks her down the stairs. She falls 10 stories into a dumpster that happens to be at the bottom of the stairs. Yep. And then the lid closes on her. So the first two arrows, um, they hit her like in the stomach, but that, uh, that third arrow, um, it's, it hit her in the heart and and you're to blame. You give love a bad name. Uh, thank you for that assist, sir. Right. Bon Jovi, slippery when wet, ladies and gentlemen. What's he talking about, the roads? <laughs> uh, so um, uh, at the entrance of the exhibit, um, the ladies are leaving. Uh, Campbell is confronted by uh, a Ruthie. <laughs> Ruthie sucks, dude. Who accuses him of being a gold digger and scamming her out of money. And the the group leaves, and Ruthie tells Dorothy to watch your back, leech. Yep. It's like, fucking easy, bitch. I'm going to grab a shot. You want a shot? Let's take a quick break while I make some uh, PP. We'll be right back. All right, and we're back. And take a quick uh, fucking brown liquor break. Had to bust my own balls. Getting really sorry that I fucked up my own script. So, yeah, like I said, I usually punch up uh, my notes with uh, any anything that... Uh, I can find on IMDb because they use a pretty good plot synopsis. So, like, if there's a scene that I maybe didn't take enough notes on or even skipped, which can happen, I know Nachos is fond of going, oh, dude, you totally forgot the best part. Yep. So I've been trying to fucking catch myself on that. Uh, But instead, I accidentally copied and pasted theirs into my script. So my script is where I keep theirs. So that's fun. And again, the whole time I did this, I was supposed to be working. What's your uh, Mickey's riddle? Oh, yeah, here, because I'm bad at these, dude. Well, they have so much fucking, like, uh, enamel on it. Like, okay. Yeah, I already wear fucking corrective lenses. You, you, you tell me. I'm going to fucking keep reading the script. Be a something star. Superstar? Shining uh, star? Oh, yeah, I guess that's a dude flying. Whatever. Just oh, okay. Don't. Be a superstar. Uh, sometime later, Kate and Adam uh, are sitting at the bar drinking club sodas. Yeah, no, this bar has the best club sodas in town. You'll love this place. <laughs> Uh, Kate tells Adam, obviously, the strange things have been going on. Talking about the Cupid mask. Um, and then, of course, Campbell being confronted by Ruthie and uh, Gary leering at her. Right? Scary Gara. Scary Gara. Scary Gary and all that shit. Oh, they're making Saul Guerrero as a fucking deluxe figure. Really? Yeah, we were just talking about that. That's nice. Yeah. All right. And we're back. Uh, so Adam's <laughs> like, can I get a fucking another chance? And Kate's like, look, I'm a little apprehensive. Um, obviously, you fucking drink. And we never find out what happens when he drinks, but apparently bad things fucking happen. I think fun things happen. I think he probably murders about 10 people. He pretends that he's an ex-vampire and he's in love with a high school girl. Were him and Spike buddies or rivals? Uh, when they were vampires together, they were buddies. He was, fucking, he was his Yoda. Oh, okay. All you right. were my fucking Yoda, man. We cover that in the only episode Canceled. that we do about Buffy uh, with Aaron Southworth from the Horror Horror Podcast. Check I them out. I love those guys. Uh, yeah, we will probably never get to part two of that thanks to fucking uh, What's-His-Nuts being a prick. Thanks, Weed. Yeah. Jaws. 
All right, so the next morning, uh, after all that happens, we've got Kate, Dorothy, and Paige, who are at the police station being detect- being asked questions by Detective Vaughn, who's like, Let me tell me about Lily. And they're like, oh, she's fucking out of town. And Vaughn's like, hmm, that's weird. Um, so they remember uh, the card. Vaughn shows the gals a remembrance card sent to Shelly's parents. Inside is a simple message that says, too bad, so sad. Signed by Jeremy Melton. I think he was being facetious. And Vaughn's like, what the fuck is Jeremy Melton? Yeah, wouldn't you want to tell me this? This might yeah. be vital information. And they were like, "Uh, well, we just... fucking went on this wild goose chase for this fucking Jason Marquette guy. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, it turns out we all got these weird Valentines, also some fucking chocolates with some fucking maggots in it and shit like that. Just basically like, hey. Yeah, that's not normal. Yeah. Pertinent need to know information. Thanks for bringing it up now. So they're like, yeah, we'll fucking move on, Detective Vaughn. So Vaughn leaves. Dorothy's like, I lied to the, uh, I lied to you guys and to the authorities, by the way, uh, about Jeremy, uh, you know, 12 years ago. Yeah, I kind of ruined a kid's fucking life. Yeah, he didn't assault me. I was just worried because I was the fat chick and you guys were all popular. Everyone was making fun of me, called me Buffalo, calling him a pervert. So I was like, yeah, he's a pervert. And so, like, you know, he had to fucking go to a special school and. Yeah, for perverts. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a deleted scene in the beginning of the movie uh, where his par- Jeremy's parents are fucking, and he just like kind of peeps in the room. He's like, oh, yeah, mama, take that dick. <laughs> yeah. And uh, why is that weird? Oh, I don't know. Uh, and then so what's uh, weird about it? Nothing. Everything's fine and normal. Uh, so then his mom calls him a pervert. Is like, you just walk. I'll deal with you later. So, obviously, Dorothy now admitting fucking guilt for ruining a fucking man's life. I was life. fat. Yeah. You that were, was, that was her fucking, that was her whole fucking MO. Her fucking modus operandi was that she was fucking fat, and that, that apparently is okay. You know what? It's Hollywood fat. That's what's going on. Around yeah. these parts, I'm like, shit, girl. She's like, don't worry about it. Fucking Paige is like, Jeremy Melton couldn't manage a water fountain without screwing up. I don't think he's capable of an intricate revenge plot. Well. At her office, uh, Kate's like, I'm going to do some digging. And she learns uh, about the original report when she's surprised by Adam. The two then have dinner. And Kate's like, hey, I want to tell you about this Jeremy Melton guy. And Adam's like, why don't you uh, let me walk you home? She's like, all right, cool. So they do so. And, uh, you know, she's like, hey, we'll come upstairs. He's like, no, I'm going to be the good boy here. And she's like, all right, well, you know, you're going to miss out. Uh, the next morning, the gals reveal that Dorothy's lying to Vaughn. And he's like, oh, really? Well, let me fucking fill you in. Jeremy was sent to a reform school, thanks to your bullshit. Mm-hmm. Juvenile Hall, a year later. And he shot a kid. And then a state-run mental fucking hospital for six months after that. Well, just six months. That's not that And bad. he's like, you did a fucking number on him. Oh. Also, his parents died in a fire a couple years you know, later. Oh, wow. Uh, so uh, thanks for fucking, uh, you know, having fun with my homes here. Here's a picture of him back when he's 13. And they do this weird, like, age progression shit where it's still, still a 13-year-old boy. But they're, like, adding, like, yes. 40-year-old man mustaches on him and stuff. Technology at its finest. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic, dude. And they're like, uh, somebody's like, 
do you have a more recent photograph? And he's like, yeah, well, if we fucking had one, no, I fucking wouldn't be doing this, you stupid bitch. fucking kidding me. Fuck. Shit. So, (laughs) that was like, don't leave fucking town. We're going to need you for fucking, obviously, statements and more fucking information. Oh, Paige, hang back a while. All right, real quick. Who does Deputy Vaughn remind you of? Uh, actually, this did come up, uh, like when I was watching it, and I can't fucking think of the dude's name, but it's like another fucking actor who plays a lot of cops. Corbin Benson. <laughs> oh, right, that's like, even better. He's got the power shoe and shit. Corbin Burnson, the fucking, the fucking, uh, the dentist himself. And, uh, dude from fucking Roger, Psych? Roger Dorn from, uh, Major League. Yep. And uh, yeah, also I love that. Major League, Major League Two. He's like, he's the manager. He was like, I reactivated myself as a player. It's fucking awesome. All right, all right, all right, all right. So uh, uh, Vaughn's like, hey, Paige, stay back. Paige is like, cool. Oh, okay. What up? That's fine. And then uh, he's, he's just, what? Are, what are we gonna? What he we goes gonna for do? it, dude. He fucking goes for it. Just hand on the thigh. He's like, what are we gonna do With about this? this fucking sexual tension between us? Paige it, is like, you can remove your hand from my thigh. And then he's like, what should I do with it then? Probably stick it up. Yeah. Right. Homie, I just got to say it, dude. You are way out of your fucking league. Just, just don't. Do not. So uh, Vaughn's like, fine, whatever. I'm going to look into this Adam dude. I'm going to look into this fucking Campbell dude and check out this shit. Uh, So he looks into Adam. Fucking nothing comes up. They do detain Campbell for a while, however. uh, Obviously, to Dorothy's very, very fucking upset fucking attitude about oh. it she's like uh-huh they detained my boyfriend for like two hours oh no a they rich- called adam on the phone but they fucking detained to campbell for two hours like he's guilty oh no a rich white woman has a problem so the oh. girls are like well i mean do you even know campbell's last name you met him at a yoga class a month ago and now he's living with you what no the fuck? it's like a super exclusive Club. <laughs> yeah, they do say that's super exclusive fuck could get in unless you had money or you weren't black <laughs> So, what you gonna say about that, Paige? So, obviously, the, you know, red herrings fucking all over the place here. We don't know who the who's. All I know is Detective Vaughn's got balls of steel. Yeah, Val, you tried, buddy. Yeah. Out of your out of your league. Yeah. So, while all this is going on, the Cupid Killer is sneaking around uh, Kate's apartment. Uh, entering her apartment... <laughs> He fucking picks up an iron and he finds scary Gary trying on Kate's underwear, which earlier she's like, uh, pretty sure I fucking had some underwear missing from my place. And Adam's like, oh, I took it. I wear it. It makes me comfortable. No, oh, that was a fun little back and forth. Um, Turns out it's fucking scary Gary just trying them on. And he's so fucking- is Kate notorious for just leaving her iron on at all times? All they times. show it earlier and it's like, oh, I forgot to unplug it. I up until up until 2002, 90% of all fucking apartment fires were started by women who just left irons on. Oh, I'll buy it. I this movie, this movie was trying to showcase that danger. Statistically, I don't believe in statistics, but <laughs> I think you're onto something there. Only you can cause and prevent apartment fires. Also, throw your used car batteries into the ocean. <laughs> Scary Gary's like, whoa, 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 dude! One, you're dressed up weird, but I'm not well, so don't hurt me. Uh, fucking stupid Cupid beats the shit out of him with this iron, brands him, and then just goes ahead and beats him to death with this iron. So, uh, death number three is scary, Gary. Did he just say, I'm not sick, but I'm not well? 
<laughs> I'm not sick, but I'm not well. You doing the flagpole setta? I got my face beat with an iron, and it hurts like hell. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Harvey Danger over Such here. a catchy tune. Dude, it's a good one. It's I don't, a good one. I don't know, like, what happened to them or whatever, but I like them. Flagpole Sitta is the name of the song by Harvey Danger. It's a good one. I was, I was, uh, Last night, I had the song stuck in my head, and I couldn't fucking get it out, so I'm, like, Googling fucking 90s one-hit wonders and shit like that. That song came up constantly. The song I was looking for apparently wasn't considered a one-hit wonder, because I guess it maybe didn't hit number one or whatever the deal was, but I was looking for fucking Super Bon Bon by Soul Coughing. Soul Coughing? I think they're St. Louis St. Louis natives. It might be. Is they had two songs. Fly. They had circles, which sounds nothing like Super Bon Bon. I don't need to walk, walk around, around in circles. circles. We're walk not around from... in... But Super Bon Bon's dope. Super Bon Bon, Super Bon Bon. So on Cartoon Network, they used to like ha- take music or like clip it from their cartoons and make like music videos with them. So they did circles. And it's every time you're watching Tom and Jerry and like they just walk past the same five lamps yeah, and you know. Go ahead. Same pictures kind of thing. So they looped it to, I don't want to walk around. It's, yeah, it was kind of full, kind of cool. Listeners, I apologize if I sound like I'm slurring my speech. I uh, took a bunch of Sudafed like an idiot. You look tired. I'll fight through it. Hey, that's good. Dude, this is a fucking banger, dude. It was, it was bothering me that I couldn't fucking figure it out. Like, I know the song, I just couldn't fucking think of the name or the band or whatever it was. Move outside and let the man go through. Let the man go through. They did this to Speed Racer. It's also in Driver 2 on the PlayStation 1. Those were weird games. Let the man go through. Let the man go through. Move outside and let the man go through. Let the man go through. Who runs this podcast? It's fucking playing commercialized music yeah, all over the place. We're just pirate radio over here. Somebody else's way to fly up. You know people are listening and they're like, man, that is a good fucking tune, though. That's right. You're welcome, losers. Right. You didn't. Know, you forgot about it. We're expanding your horizon. Of your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the music styling of soul. Soul coughing. That's right. Right? All right. Okay. Okay. All right. So Gary's dead. Adam shows up uh, at Cape Building. He's like, hey, uh, I was picked up for questioning, obviously. They talk about Valentine's Day gifts. Uh, she gives him an IOU. For some and a heart shaped lollipop for some table ladders and some chairs. TLC. Match. <laughs> so some TLC, because motherfuckers can be put through some tables, ladders, and chairs while they're listening to Waterfall. <laughs> Left eye's going to talk about setting fire to fucking people's mansions over some sneakers. Gotta respect that. That's mm. that's uh that's game. Um, so uh, 
while this is going on, <laughs> Kate obviously finds uh, Paige waiting in her apartment uh, after nearly clobbering Cage She's with like, said fucking it. murder weapon that apparently has just been put back and cleaned of blood. Fun fact, that iron is the exact same iron the lady has in fucking Halloween Kills. Really? No. <laughs> Sounded good though, right? So, are you serious, Clark? <laughs> serious, Clark? Serious, Clark? So apparently, uh, Scary Gary's body's been moved. Nobody fucking is 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 noticing him gone. Uh, so Paige complains about Vaughn being a creep. The two of them sit down. They talk to Dorothy. Uh, they talk about you know the whole Campbell thing and all this stuff. And why can't I be happy? I used to be fat, right? And I'm rich and a white woman. They're like, hey, don't go anywhere alone with this guy. And she's like, oh, the fucking detective I told him I to leave town for a couple fucking days. So. This is going to ruin my fucking Valentine's Day plans. I'm having a Valentine's Day party at my big-ass mansion. The next morning, Campbell and Dorothy exchange gifts. Campbell receives a watch. It is dope. Dorothy receives a limp dick. (laughs) And, like, for real. And then later on, a fucking Cupid necklace. You know, that's... Campbell then takes a phone call where it's revealed that he actually is a fucking con man and fucking uh, stupid bitch. uh, What's her name? Betty or whatever from fucking earlier. Looking which one? Uh, Ruthie. Ruthie. Oh yeah, she's just buzzkill. It was an old white bitch name. Uh, turns out he's right. He's a con man. He wants money. He's fucking trying to get Dorothy's father's accounts information. Um, and so uh, while he's in the mansion trying to do this, Dorothy calls down through the fucking speakerphone, and uh, he's like, she's like, hey, trying to take the shower. Fucking pilot went out in this fancy ass fucking house, and the help's busy. Go fucking relight the pilot. Campbell's like, fine. Wait a minute, the fucking payroll. Right? So he goes downstairs, fucking lights the pilot, and gets fucking axed by the killer. The fucking Cupid buries an axe into his fucking spine, killing him. All right. Death number four. Well, maybe if he didn't have a belly full of dog jizz, he might have been a little lighter on his feet. I got a belly full of dog poison. I got a belly full of dog jizz. Uh, That's that's not aspirin. What, what the fuck? Day in the life of Frank. Move, Jews. <laughs> Think of something funny. Look just... out, faggot! Oh my god, that's that from episode. Hero and a Hate Crime. I'm just quoting Danny DeVito. Yeah, we're that's, not. That's the, not me. We're not the villains. We're quoting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, belly full of dog jizz. Oh, I forgot to say this earlier. Uh, so the, courtesy uh, of the Atomic Care Scarecrow. Um, um, Afro Robbie. Yeah, came yeah. up with this uh, good advertisement. This is the kind of podcast where when you pull it to a stoplight, you roll the windows up. Yeah, <laughs> because you don't want people to hear you. Oh, God, <laughs> that yes. you're listening to the and the shit that we say. He said that uh, uh, Edge of the Axe was one of the most offensive things he's heard in a while. Awesome. No, uh, we, we've been doing Marshall and Mike Mondays where we go and get drunk, kind of shit. And uh, so we were talking. He's like. I, yeah, I can't. It's going to be Marshall and Mike forever because he's going out with you on Valentine's Day. Ooh, boom, 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 boom. Uh, so, so he's like, yeah, I can't listen to my podcast because I'm always around my kid. Let alone, am I going to listen to your guys' podcast? You say way worse shit. I'm like, <laughs> I just started to wring my hands like, that's right. Bitch. We do. Don't you ever forget it. You, the giant fucking, fucking cellar dweller man child. Me, who's fully married with a full-time job and two kids who still says this kind of shit, and I don't care. Yeah, I don't have a filter anymore. Dude, my antidepressants, I just say whatever the fuck I want. It's awesome. You're my antidepressant. Aww. Ew, word you said a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> Bundle of sticks, just kidding. Bundle of sticks, loose cigarette. 
Do you want to smoke a cigarette? No, I want to fucking finish right, this movie. Whatever. I'm enjoying the movie. I'm just not enjoying this script because it's not my script. Do you want to read mine? No, no, <laughs> no. I don't want to stumble through your fucking man-child gibberish hey, I over there. Fucking spell check. Fucking how about a thing? Sure. We 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 gotta even say Grandpa Mustard. All right. <laughs> that was talk to text. You fuck. <laughs> I don't know how you got that on my fucking iPhone six. All right. All right. Campbell's dead. Do the death. I I, I he might. He, well, maybe he wouldn't be dead if he didn't have a belly full of dog jizz. Good. Moving on. All right. That evening, we're at the fucking party. Kate brings Adam uh, and Paige brings fucking Brian to Dorothy's party. Dorothy is obviously in a funk since Campbell's nowhere to be found, even though he promised to be there. But he's fucking dead in the basement. She Technically, he it. is there. Right. Yeah, he's so there. You he didn't just... meet his investors for his internet startup. He fucking stayed at your place. She just assumes she's being dumped. I like how she's also eating in the kitchen Dude. while the fucking help is just working around her. I mean, she's the queen bee. She can do as she pleases. Did you see the stack of chicken bones she fucked? Yeah. She, <laughs> it looks like me on fucking Super Bowl. And then Stretch walks in and he goes, I made you a chicken bone house, darling. <laughs> darling, made you chicken Don't bone call house. Me. Don't call me darling, damn it. So Brian and Paige go upstairs because Brian's like, hey, Paige, got a gift for I you. It's a surprise. You Paige is like, cool. Right what on. That's it. So she fucking go upstairs. And here's the thing. She's fucking totally playing into it. She knows it's going to fucking happen. She's such she's such a good cock tease. But I got to give it to fucking Paige. She's very fucking in control of her sexuality in this entire fucking movie. Because she knows what she's about to fucking see. And she plays right into it. She's like, She goes, oh, my God. You brought me upstairs to show me your penis. Thank you. And he's like, yeah, it's not going to wax itself, honey. Who says that? Who said waxing ass? Oh, she's like, oh, you totally turned me on with that line. So she ties fucking Brian up to the bed. She's like, you still want me to wax it? And he's like, yeah, which also the bedroom happens to have like a million fucking lit candles for some reason. It looks like uh, fucking Carrie, you know, Carrie's mom's shit. Or it looks like the altar in Halloween 6. At least when Billy Loomis fucking took him up to still Stu's mom and dad's room. Like there was no fucking candles going on. Just happened to fucking be lit. Uh, yeah, so light bulbs are cool too. So she waxes Brian's pole for him with some All fucking right. hot candle yep. wax, and uh, Brian is Not less good, than enthused. Yeah, doesn't have a good time, right? Meanwhile, uh, downstairs, Ruthie uh, is at the party and she tries to confront Dorothy again, who is wearing a necklace, and she's like, "That's my fucking necklace." Campbell stole it from me, and uh, just like, well, this is uncomfortable. You should leave. And also, he's my boyfriend, and I love him. And uh, you're totally wrong. Uh, so Paige is like, you know what? Fuck this thing. I'm done with the fucking evening. I've saw a penis. I haven't danced enough. I'm going to go fucking cool off in the hot tub. Yep. I'm sorry, man. I got to jump back to the, uh, to Ruthie showing up. I'm sorry if some loudmouth bitch showed up trying to flex at me in my own motherfucking house. I'd make like Chris Brown and stomp the fucking yard like her face was fucking Rihanna. <laughs> Boom. Did think you'd hear some fucking stomp to yard references <laughs> or chris brown for that matter right. or just general fucking just you know well black history uh, you know <laughs> jesus christ what <laughs> what uh, no 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 i we're not even getting into it we're not even getting into it just gonna fucking what, after Re this comment is we great. are ignoring that comment, and we are fucking moving on, dude. dude Rihanna is whoa, great. Whoa. whoa. I love Rihanna. Whoa. She has the accent of the future. Knock it off. Paige is like, I'm going to go cool off in the hot tub. You don't like stop the yard? Well, Max is fucking showing up, and he's like flirting with Kate, and she's like, dude, what the fuck? 
no, you're with Lily. He's like, no, I'm not. She didn't show up to L.A. or whatever the fuck she was supposed to be doing. Oh, Orlando. She's been missing Brown. for a week. And he is straight eyeball fucking her. Well, it's like, well, she's probably fucking dead then. That's at least what's what we are led to believe. So, you know, turns out Jeremy might fucking be around. Rot roll. Jeremy spoken yesterday. So Ruthie, now wandering around the house, winds up in the billiard room. Which I guess that's the fucking spare bedroom that Campbell's staying. She's going through his clothes. She finds his wallet. Nothing really in there. She goes through a couple other things. The Cupid Killer shows up, dragging the fucking maid, having just finished off the housekeeper Millie. Uh, and he's like, mm, I gotta, "Now I gotta kill this other white bitch." Knocks Ruthie down with a pull oh, cue. Hold up, I got, I gotta kill. They get, they, they bar fight, but go ahead, do the kill. Uh, death number six, maid face. I think her name was Maggie. I don't know. Millie. Good health is so hard to find. <laughs> I get mileage out of that one. So they basically, Ruthie and uh, fucking Cupid have like basically like a barroom brawl with fucking beer bottles and fucking pool cubes and shit like that. Um, and it turned into a ballroom blitz. She fucking goes around to hide. She finds Campbell's corpse in the sauna. She attempts to hide in the shower, but the killer finds her, throws her through a shower door. Dude, rough, like a giant plate glass window. Kind yes, of and then impales her head on a fucking giant shard of glass that's sticking out from the floor. All right, I got Cupid uh, finds Ruthie and fires her ass through the glass shower door, and then curb stomps her onto a giant piece of jagged glass. Death number souffle. Fucking souffle. Death number seven. Ruthie Death number souffle. Death number souffle. Uh, uh, Ruthie Walker. Cupid face doesn't like her stinking rich ass. So he gave her a shower of blood in her neck hole. It's like a whole song. To death. Like 50s on this. So that you could have just, stupid Cupid, stop picking on me. Oh, I don't know that one. Really? Yeah. The uh, Mandy Moore sings it in uh, The Princess Diaries. Oh, dude, the movie I watch all the time with that actress I really care about. Anne Hathaway. Oh, she's good. I let her fart in my mouth. I don't like the Princess Diaries. I let her piss. My second my favorite movie franchise. Not Fast and the Furious. I took a girl to date uh, for the second Princess Diaries. She thought I was kidding. Uh, Royal Engagement. Uh, when did that came out? 2003, 2004. And I was like, oh, we're going to the fucking uh, Petite Foreign Consoles. We're going to watch uh, Princess Rest Diaries in 2. Peace, Petite Four. And uh, she laughed. And then we went there and she left within like 30 minutes of the movie. She thought I was kidding. I was like, no, it was just stupid because I stayed and watched the whole thing because it's a fucking good, it's a good franchise. Hey, whatever. Is it really a franchise if there's two movies? Is it more than one? Yeah, All, right. All, All right. right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Where are we at? The fucking housekeeper is dead. Ruthie's dead. Right? Mm-hmm. Kate's like, hey. Where am I at? I'm sorry. I'm missing my page here. It's okay. Kate calls Detective Vaughn. And she's like, hey, uh, Lily might be dead because apparently she didn't arrive in L.A. Vaughn's like, well, it turns out fucking Marquette's clean, so uh, I'm on my way to the party to obviously check on your friend Paige and help you guys out. Adam, meanwhile, has uh, started to hit the drinks table a little bit. Yeah, did Angel just get fucking buzzed off a glass of champagne? Well, if you if you look, it's real quick, but if you look, there's like four or five fucking empty lines in up. front of him. Yeah. I thought he was going to pull a Mac from Super Troopers and just like shh, line them up and just boom, 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 boom. He's boom. doing the fucking Wade Boggs. Of fucking uh, Valentine's Day parties. Of uppity, yeah, rich white people. <laughs> fucking gushers. Kate's like, God damn it, fucking Adam, what the shit? And he's like, I mean, I'm really fucking sorry, dude. Like, what yeah. the fuck? My first drink in four weeks. Piss off. 
She, yeah, she's, she's, I mean, I get it. He's an alcoholic. Paige, meanwhile, uh, this is all going on, is relaxing in the hot tub with a bottle of Dom Perignon. Oh. Uh, and then uh, she hears a noise at the door, turns around, turns back. All of a sudden, now there's a rose by the champagne. She's like, oh, is my Valentine here? She's like going to investigate, and all of a sudden, the mystery man shows up. But it's fucking Cupid who's trying to kill her. I want to address this real quick. So, Jacuzzi... Not that line. <laughs> jacuzzi me. No, do you know it was a jacuzzi? Yeah. Are you, how do you know it's a jacuzzi? Because of the bubbles. No, dude. Jacuzzi is a brand. Oh. Not all hot tubs are jacuzzis. But all jacuzzis are hot tubs. Thank you. All right. Well, I have it in my notes. So you ain't jacuzzi and nobody. Yeah, me, right. I was a faggot. <laughs> Love trading places. Dude, that movie's so We've good. got whiskey and cigars. Go ahead, count it. Count it. It's all there. It's all there. It's out there. God, we're doing black sense and holy shit. No, all right. So that room is the other half fucking plants. I, I always yeah, like, It's like the garden. I love it, dude. Is it like a little atrium? I would totally play hide and seek in there. The fucking green room, the growery. That's where the fucking money comes from. Uh, you know what? This mansion is actually... It's where the, they keep the fucking... It's where Umbrella... Mm, yep, play, yep. Play, play, play 42. 42. That's, yeah, because this is actually the Spencer mansion. <laughs> uh, great minds. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the killer tosses her around, throws her in the fucking hot tub, then bolts her in with like a plate glass it's the cover. top. So people don't fall in and get stuck in it. Well, apparently, this is see-through top. And then goes to town with his giant fucking drill and just mm-hmm. drilling around on her, just fucking trying to get her. Gets tired of it. She has just enough room to where if she holds her, pops her head above the water, kind of at a cattywampus angle, she can still breathe. It's a cool scene for sure. Mm-hmm. But what I like is, like, eventually the killer's like, fuck this, opens the fucking door and just Rust throws the, the fucking in. drill that's plugged in and just electrocutes you to death. Uh, okay, well, so while she's doing this the whole time, he's, like, drilling holes in it, trying to, like, stick her. And she's, like, going up like a little koi. Just like... <laughs> uh, so she needs to watch out if she's going to get taco neck syndrome. <laughs> Explain taco neck syndrome to the listeners. All right, because uh, we're old. Well, I'm old. Uh, taco neck syndrome was uh, from a campaign of Taco Bell where you have to hold your neck at a 45-degree angle... To eat the taco. To eat a hard taco or it'll spill out everywhere. So that's, like, why they're like, oh, soft tacos. I remember it. Marketing. All right. Well, the surge of electricity causes the power to go out. Gaga, 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 gaga. Oh, I have, I have a death for it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Please, 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 please. Death number eight. Actually, it's... I. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Paige, I got really excited. Not number seven, by the way. How's that seven? Because it's number seven. Did you count the maid? Did you count Ruthie? Yeah. Maybe I'll worry about that later. All right. <laughs> anyway, I got really excited when I heard I was going to see Denise Richards get drilled in a hot tub. That's not exactly <laughs> what I had in mind, though. God damn, that's good. Thanks, buddy. That is fucking good. You guys out there need to pay attention. Listen to Orange Joe. <laughs> all right. All right. The power goes out of the mansion. So everyone's just like, don't even fucking wait around. They're like, fuck this place. We're leaving. Except for Kate and Dorothy. The fucking whole party clears out. And even Kate's like, wow. Place cleared out quick. Uh, and even one dude, like you can hear it like in the background, this fucking 80 hertz, like, grab Sabrina, let's go, fuck. It's like, 
Like, nobody wants to hang around a fucking mansion with no power. A mansion full of booze, drugs, and dead bodies that they're unaware of. However, they're like, fuck it, let's go somewhere with fucking lights. Right. Um, Don't even fucking give Con Ed a chance. Thing. Um, so, Kate and Dorothy then get weird and start to accuse each other's boyfriends of being the, the killer. Fucking, why is Which Dorothy- is weird because it's not like they even really know that their friends are dying. Right. But they're like, your boyfriend's the killer. No, your boyfriend's the killer. Uh, either of them, <laughs> either of the boyfriends could have had plastic surgery and ended up being Jerry Melton, mm-hmm. uh, along with some trips to the gym. Dorothy finally snaps and pours out all the resentment she's had over being the fat girl in junior she's high. She's not fat, though. And she's like, uh, I like men and I want to fucking keep them around, but I'm always the fat one. You were always fucking popular and the fucking Paige is the whore and Lily was the fucking fun one. And yeah, table of one pity party. Your fucking table's ready yeah. and your shit's lame and you're a moron and you were not fat and Campbell's a lame and his dick doesn't even work <laughs> and fucking just shut the fuck up, Dorothy, you stupid bitch. So fucking Dorothy storms off. Kate's like, fine, I'm fucking calling Detective Vaughn. She gets his voicemail. She calls him again, and she hears the fucking phone ringing, but it's, like, near her. So there's a deleted scene where this goes on for five minutes. Well, she goes over to the pond. She finds a decapitated head. Well, she finds an IOU first. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, she finds fucking Adam's IOU, then the phone, then a decapitated head. I don't, I don't have a death for this, so I'm going to free ball it. Death number nine, Detective Vaughn. Man, I guess all he really wanted was... <laughs> a little head. A little TLC. No, a little, uh, a little head. After- He'll never get a head in the police department. <laughs> never going to get a head in life. Yeah, he's not going to be the head of the <laughs> police department. <laughs> he got... Uh, this is some fucking Austin Powers shit right here. decapitated on his neck, and his head isn't there anymore. You're about to get raped in your balloon knot if you keep it up. <laughs> Happy Valentine's That's Day. That's right. <laughs> Consent! <laughs> To rape. Listen to Orange Joe. All right. So after a scream is heard. Oh, I thought you had a scream button. Adam shows up and he and Kate have a slow dance. Weirdly. Uh, uh, sorry, a forced slow dance. And Adam, who's obviously sounding more and more hammered. Dude, we drop these Mickeys because they keep trying to bubble over. And uh, uh, like Kate's like, look, I just I just want to tell you, Kate, you're the only good thing in my life. Kate's like, I kind of fucking want to get away from you right now. Uh, so she fucking knees at him in the groin. It looks like he's holding a knife the entire time, by the way. It turns out it's just a fucking bottle of champagne. Uh, Nature's she, knife. She runs, finds Paige and Ruthie's corpses. Adam follows her asking what's going on. Why do you want to hurt me? Adam is, you know, just fucking, he just super drunk. He's inquisitive, point. but he's very drunk. Right. And he has a very uh, menacing so manner. So, Kate hits him over the head with a bottle, and this time it fucking knocks him out. She runs upstairs and grabs a pistol from Dorothy's dad's fucking, like, study that she had mentioned earlier in the fucking movie. Now that's what I call bottle surface! <laughs> to the head. She makes her way upstairs, gun in hand, and the Cupid killer jumps out and tackles Kate down the stairs. As both of them come to, Adam appears, grabs Kate's pistol, and and shoots the killer seven fucking times. But the killer has a bulletproof vest on because it's Roman! <laughs> uh, Kate then apologizes to Adam. By the way, also, I've noticed that Adam is, like, bone dry, even though he's just covered in Don Perignon earlier. Uh, Adam goes in, removes Well, you'll the never know how dry he was. And reveals uh. that it's Dorothy. Dorothy was the fucking killer. 
Adam then calls the cops. Kate is in shock, admitting she doesn't understand why Dorothy would murder all those people. Adam replies that he believes that Dorothy was so lonely and angry that despite the friends she had, how happy she may have seemed, the anger and resentment that she felt for setting up the Jeremy Melton guy, just as she's just decided to fucking snap and she wanted to do something about it. Doesn't matter how happy you feel. Super crappy motive. The two of them say that they are in love with each other and share a hug. And as they sit, blood starts to drip onto Kate's cheek. As the camera pulls away, we see that it's Adam's nose bleeding onto her, revealing that Adam was actually Jeremy Milton, and he was the killer the whole time! What? Bum, bum, bum! The end! This is Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. And when you're not stuffing your face with delicious andouille, make sure to listen to the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. I can tell by these boys' voices that they've got big kielbasas. <laughs> All right. You just heard from Abe Froman. We are back. Our loyal listener, Abe God Froman. Damn, you are right, dude. These right? fucking Mickeys. Are... These piss grenaders be frothing over. Do you mm. think it's a weather thing? It's a fucking... I blame global warming. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Down here in the CNC Fire Factory, deep in the bowels of Planet X, we've got global warming. Fucking That's right. Obama. <laughs> All right. Hey, that tan suit. We are moving on to the kill count. Do you kids want to see a dead body? We've got nine total deaths, two off screen. Number one, Shelly Fisher gets her throat slit. Yay! She Number gets her two, teeth slit. <laughs> gets her throat slit by teeth accidentally with her overbite. Oops, hit my throat again. Number two, Lily Vaught shot three times with some arrows. Shot through the heart, and, and you're, you're to blame, darling. You, you get in love, a bad name, name motherfucker. Number three, Scary Gary, scalded and beaten to death with the iron. How ironic. Number four, because I never got his first name, so I've got Con Man Campbell. It's just, yep, it's just Campbell. Uh, hacked uh, with the fucking axe in the back. Pre-med dick, do you remember that part? And <laughs> fucking Van Wilder, when he fucks like the, the house chick that's always there. And he's just fucking her, and he, she goes, by the way, this is totally awesome. <laughs> this is the greatest he, ever. He's like, oh my god, by the way, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Belly full of dog jizz. Uh, number five, Millie, she's killed off screen. Okay. Uh, number six, Ruthie, head impaled on some broken glass. Number seven, Paige Prescott, electrocuted in the jacuzzi with the power drill. Gah, 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 gah. Number eight, Detective Vaughn, severed head found like that dude in Jaws. Heads up! Uh, number nine, Dorothy Wheeler shot seven times by Adam. Whoa. So what was your favorite kill there, Nachos? Probably the hot tub, dude. Probably the hot tub. I went with Ruthie. Oh, that was gruesome because she straight got curb stomped onto some jagged-ass glass. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, anytime I get to see Denise Richards in a fucking swimsuit, she'll boing, boing. You ready for some stuff you should know? Yeah. Oh, greetings. What seems to be your boggle? My boggle? Cut footage for the kills showcasing the extra gore does exist, but Scream Factory was unable to secure this footage from Warner Brothers, who would not play ball for the Blu-ray release. This is an R-rated movie, and we talked about this before the show started, right? So Warner Brothers was like, mm -mm, cut this shit, make it fucking less fucking super good. I mean, what do you mean? Make it less super good. Fucking it, clipping it, stopping it, editing it. Because it's already R-rated, but it's pretty light on the fucking gore. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not like... So I'm kind of surprised that it even got an R-rating. At, at, at best, I would say it's a PG-13 rated movie. 
you know what, dude? Now that you say that, yeah. Yeah. They don't even cuss a lot. No. Okay. Especially for 2001. Uh, so during the original casting process, Tara Reed, who previously appeared in Jamie Blank's other film, Urban Legend, uh, was going to play Dorothy Wheeler. And Jennifer Love remember- Hewitt was going to play Paige. Did they remember that uh, Tara Reid can't act? <laughs> so uh, they did that. She instead. wasn't terrible in Urban Legend. Also, there's uh, the Van Wilder. Last, but certainly not least, and I brought this up earlier, Catherine Heigl disowns this film, claiming that she hates it. She didn't read the whole script before accepting her role, and the only scenes containing her character is what she read. In a 2005 magazine interview, she said she regretted the decision to appear in this film after seeing the final cut of the movie. Oh, get with Higgle, poor baby. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me pull this up. Okay. Hey, you know what uh, would have been a great alternate name for this movie? Mean Girls. <laughs> because <laughs> they fucking suck so this is gonna sound a little weird like it's chopped up uh like like it's here's the thing this is 2009 youtube so it's about two years after youtube kind of had it's like you know big like here we are figured it so out. the it it sounds weird like it's cut up but it's not it's a full interview it's like less than two minutes so check this out it's actually great and i've been told that i have a good horror scream so i wouldn't work it <laughs> you rock at a screamer now did you were you worried when you first saw that thinking because if i had to scream i would just worry do i do it right am i gonna did you worry because you have this moment because it's all silent and they'll call you know rolling action and then you have to just start screaming and there's like that moment where you're afraid your voice is gonna crack you're just gonna squeak because you're not into it yet and you haven't started screaming but there's always that moment where it kind of is off pitch a little but they usually take the second take now is it hard when you're doing a horror movie because you obviously know what's going to coming up is it hard to act scared or act like react to it it is a little bit but i had really great direction and um and they just kept pounding into my head you don't know where he is this is, you know, this creepy dark hallway. He could be anywhere. And, and once you sort of get into it a little bit, you kind of work yourself into it. It's like anything. It's like any scary movie that you would go and sit down and watch. You'll leave and work yourself up into it. Even though you know it was just a movie, you'll go home and leave your lights on because you worked yourself into it. Now, I also, I can't let you go without asking you about Roswell. Okay. All right. Now, you're like the <laughs> alien that plays like a human being. We'll cut it off here because she was in Roswell. And I actually like Roswell. It's like a teen fucking... Uh, X-Files kind of thing, yeah. But here's what pisses me off. And we've been over this before, right? We're, ironic, I have a problem with fucking film critics. And I get the irony, considering the source of where this is coming from. what we do. But my problem with this is like, look, stick to your original fucking feeling. Don't backtrack your shit. Even if you're the fucking person who works in it. This wasn't a press junket. Somebody caught her outside of a premiere. I don't even know if it's this one. I don't know, it's like for this movie, but somebody caught her outside the premiere and they're talking about it. And she's like, yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Fucking go with that. Like, why do you have to disown this fucking film? Like, it didn't do anything like, like horrible. It's not bad. It, it doesn't show women in a fucking bad light. I, I, I just don't get when people are interviewed or, or, or film critics, which is obviously what sparked this, when they say like, oh, this is a shitty movie. And then they go back 20 years later, like, oh, turns out the rest of the world likes it. Let me revisit it. Oh. Take back my fucking original things. No, go with your fucking gut. What you said first is what you fucking feel and stick with it. Don't backtrack. So I'm sorry, Catherine Heigl, you fucking said you liked this movie. She did the same thing with Knocked Up. She was really into it. It's a fun fucking movie. Liked working with fucking uh, Seth Rogen. Turns out, oh, no, I didn't. Uh, I, I, I'm just 
this like she's known for this, just fucking walking back her fucking statements, saying oh, that was a piece of shit. That was a piece of shit. And the reason I bring this up is because it came up. It's like later on in her life, like 2009, 2011, or whatever. She's like, I would love to be in a horror movie. I've never been in one. I'm sorry, what? Uh, Not only have you been in this, you've been in fucking Bride of Chucky, which is one of the best Chucky movies ever fucking made. I love that movie, and that has a banger soundtrack. It's just, it, Bride of Chucky is a fun movie. It just, it just. But Catherine Heigl, you suck. You have too many teeth. But you have some nice boobs. It's not bad. She's not bad looking, for, for starters. Like, it just bothers me that you fucking just can't stick to your fucking guns. So, you brought it up. Yeah. Before we get to it, the final cuts. Yeah. Soundtrack. Dude, yes. Yes. Let's go! So, uh, I've got 23 soundtracks, uh, there are tracks on here. Uh, we've got Valentine's Day, written by Marilyn Manson. Uh, fuck him, but whatever, dude. Performed it's by a, Marilyn Manson. It's a catchy song. We've got Opticon. Oh, uh, my. I love this fucking song so much. This and is Orgy. also in uh, Zoolander. Mm. This is, uh, we've got Super Beast. Yep. The I, Porno it, Holocaust Mix by I, Rob Zombie. Robert Zombie. When he yes. was back when he was doing good stuff. <laughs> Filthy Mind by Amanda Ghost. I don't know him, but that sounds cool. The RX Queen by Deftones. Dude, Deftones, if you don't like him, go fuck yourself and fight me. Uh, this is early on before they got super fucking like weird. Uh, God of the Mind by Disturbed. Yeah, dude, I'll say it. Early Disturbed, like their first two albums fun kind of like doesn't suck no it's not the whole oh mommy don't hit me yeah yep dude i just keep this so crazy his mom broke in the studio and started beating his ass (laughs) in the middle of the song that's so weird uh we've got love dump by static x static x is fun pushing me away by lincoln park again that's off their first album so it's like not like yeah dude no that's when it was fun that's like when limp biscuit was fun and clearly we are showing our age on this but we've uh, got take a picture by filter I didn't even hear that in the fucking movie. I don't want to be Patrick uh, looking for this guy's brother. Yeah, I know that. Richard Patrick. Yeah. Robert. No, Richard Patrick. Robert Patrick is the super racist Iron Man from Peacemaker. Ah, I got Richard you. Patrick is his brother. Dick Pat. Gotcha. Right? <laughs> I mean, just the soundtrack, it's just, it's just fantastic. I know you wanted to talk about it. So keep going. Keep going. What else you got? Uh, we've got, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Snapped by the Lafagus. Uh, we should we should listen to this shit after the, after uh, the episode. Reflection performed by Electrostatic. I don't know them, but they sound fun. Uh, tell them who they're dealing with by DJ Sonic. That sounds dope. Look Out by Goldo. I don't know. Gilda. Oh, that's that dude from Soul Calibur, the Gimp. <laughs> no, that's Valdo. Oh, well, this was his name. In his Telephone music, right? by Star El Bombo Automatico by Tipsy. Sounds fun. It's it's a good it's a good thing. One AM by Beautiful Creatures. It's fun. It's good I, stuff. I don't know that. You, just yeah, keep going because you're about. That's to hit. it. Hit me the last one. Uh, Breed by Snake River Conspiracy. I knew you had it. I didn't want to say it because I, knew I you wanted it. fucking love Snake River Conspiracy. I think they used to be Stain HTX and then Sneaker Pimps. And I think Manson. That's oh, funny Sneaker Pimps, yeah, dude, dude, just. God damn, dude. I went down a hole. Sorry, not not to cut you off. Fin- finish your thing, because then I want to jump into this. So, um, Breed samples Planet of the Apes and shit, and it's so good. And I don't know what happened to them. I think they're done and have been done for a long time. But, like, I really like Stain SDH. Uh, remember Kitty? Kitty was kind of like Lady Corn. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's weird. Yeah, Kitty was cool. I'm all right with Kitty. Yeah, okay, what you got, Chief? So, looking up, uh, uh, trying to find that soul coughing song, right? Yeah. So, I was like, man, like, trying to find things that were, like, like this funk, hip-hop, rock, alternative kind of fucking it's like feel. cake. And nah, not really. That's more like country. But but you're right. You're, I mean, you're on the right track. Here's where here's where I went down. All right. As I googled bands like uh, Fat Boy Slim. Uh, don't get me fucking, fucking started, started, dude. I'm but but be, because I looked at that, it brought me down this whole sneaker pimps fucking like vibe, and I was like, oh, I fucking forgot about sneaker pimps for a hot minute. Even though I shouldn't, because fucking Spawn soundtrack. Which I fucking love and still to this day. Kiss, but man, like I just went down so many fucking sneaker pimp songs last night because of it. I Eventually, they, I did stumble across uh, uh, Soul Coughing, but like, man, I I listened like four or five fucking sneaker pimp tracks before I fucking got to it. I think Sneaker Pimps only has one album, and it's a fucking banger. And I know they got to be two. Um, man, if there's a second one out there, I am fucking diggity down. I thought Stabbing Westward was on this, but. Oh, also good. Yeah, I hate everything, but like... Sneaker Pimps has four albums. Fuck me. Becoming X, Splinter, Bloodsport, and Squaring the Circle. That was That's actually... Squaring the Circle came out in 2000 and, or 2021. Holy shit, dude. Bloodsport, tw- uh, 2002. Uh, Splinter, which is their big one. That's 1999. And then Becoming X was their first one, 2006. That's the one I know, Becoming X. That's really good. That has... Um underground i mean everybody knows that and that is like a quintessential great just 90s That's got underground like, spin spin sugar yes oh uh, uh, what else is on there uh tesco suicide that's a good one dude i mean i don't eat acid anymore but i would totally just like to microdose and check out revisit just some of these great uh just classics absolutely we should do a best of fucking alternative fucking uh episode all right, uh, let's get into our final cuts. Well, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got it. <laughs> so, oh, Nachos, what you like, what you didn't like, and fucking hit us with your fucking uh, your rating. All right, in a post-Scream world, uh, this is a fun movie. Um, it is a hot cast. Everybody's super smoking. Dude, I, I have that myself. I, I mean, to cut in, this is the sexiest cast of a horror film outside of 2006 fucking Black Christmas. Uh, see, I got to give it to this, honestly. All right, but I don't know. The soundtrack is a fucking 10. The story's pretty cool. Um, nice lead up, and I'm still kind of confused about that ending. So, because I think, what? I mean, if So, we we're supposed to believe that Dorothy orchestrated it, but then, like, so you're telling me who is Boreanaz's character? What's his name? Adam. All right, thank you. So Adam slash Jeremy. Spoken. Uh, so did he put her in the getup and then like push her down the steps and then like yeah, I assume hide she's and like and... knocked out or maybe even already dead. No, she's not gonna be dead because she sat up. You're right, right. I don't know. Rigor. She got rigor mortis. That's what it's it the reason this movie's losing points. Yeah, because you know what? I haven't done the uh, Adam Boreanis as Jeremy Milton uh, rewatch. Get him out of here. I got more burps in me. Anyway, so it's just like I haven't done the like what we do with Scream. You know, you watch, you're like, oh, that's Billy. That's Stu mm-hmm. kind of shit. But um, I don't know, man. This is maybe not- she even helped him. I don't know. 
Yeah, could be. Maybe, I, 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 I'll maybe. let you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting in on you. You do. You do. <laughs> you're, you're doing to me. <laughs> I don't know, man. So soundtrack is a banger. Good story. I just uh, these these bitches fucking suck. They're just the saltiest. Just they're fucking assholes. Like I said, alternately, this movie should be called Mean Girls. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I give this a seven. I give it a seven. I give it a seven. Shots to the heart, and you're too late. Out of ten. What about you, bud? All right. So again, this is one of the sexiest films in horror ever, so outside sexy. of fucking Black Christmas 2006. So sexy. Uh, uh, bullied high school nerds that come back for revenge. That's never a tired fucking trope, in my opinion. And we haven't seen that in a fucking while. So maybe bring that back. Been well, a hot minute since we've seen well, that. Fuck. When's the last time we did that? It was um, um with our boy. Um, fuck it. Uh, student bot, not student <laughs> bodies. Um, I know you're shocking. Go ahead. Yeah. What is it? Slaughter high. Slaughter high, and that was uh rain. Marty Ransom. Marty Ransom. And remember what he's Marty Ransom fucks. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fuck. That dude so, had a hog. Uh, also, uh, I love this. We talked about it earlier. The Psycho fucking Valentines. They're so cool. I oh want to buy those, dude. The little fucking pull tabs and shit. Right. It's so fun. I, I love a good gimmick. Here's the problem that I do have with this. The movie's light on the gore. It's light on the suspense. Like, the killer's hardly seen... And I guess that's a good thing if you're the killer, but it's kind of lame for the audience because you never get that fucking, oh, shit, here it fucking comes. He's fucking chasing you down kind of moment thing, right? It reminds me a lot of April Fool's Day or Killer Party mm-hmm. from the 80s, but doesn't quite pull off what like April Fool's Day does. I love April Fool's Day. It doesn't quite do that. Um, and that's what many of the critics had to say about it when it was first released, right? They complained that their Scream ripoff wasn't enough like Scream and too much like the by the numbers 80s slashers that oh, just kind of no. tossed away these one-offs movies. But I think those one-offs make the best sometimes, right? They, they fucking make some fun shit. What's going on? Motherfucking uh, The Burning. Mm-hmm. I mean, The Burning's way better than this. I'm just saying, that this, those one-offs, they're just, they're just a lot of fun. Everybody acted well. The sets looked great. The effects that were present were fine. Uh, but the movie's just, it's missing something that I just can't quite put my finger on. Whatever it is, it's holding it back. It's kind of like, these are homemade mashed potatoes, and they're really good. I love homemade mashed potatoes, but did you cook it with salt? Mm, okay, can I have some salt? You don't have any salt. Okay, well, then I will enjoy what I've got. I but love it could it, be better. But it could be fucking better. It's good. It's just not great. Yeah, it's passable. I would not, however, hate a sequel. All right. Like you said, the ending's kind of flip-flop weird. Yeah. I can tell you that much. I wouldn't hate a fucking sequel. Definitely set itself up for one. I give it seven Denise Richards in a bikini out of ten. Hey, you know what? I'm going to do a new bit. I'm just coming up with it off the top of my head. Rank the killer. All right. Well, hold on. Okay. If you're going to rank the killer, call the hotline. It's 704-666-2814. That's right. 704-666-2814. Yeah. If you, I mean, tell us what you guys think of Cupid Head or Baby Man or I don't know, like. (laughs) I th- I thought he cool, wearing all black. Hey, I know I don't do that. I thought it was cool. Uh, the mask is cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I give the killer. Mm, he good. He's passable. Did you want to rate the killer? Yeah, let's rate uh, rate the killer. I give him. He's a six. I was just gonna say a five or a six. The kills aren't they aren't very inventive. Not that they necessarily need to be, but because they're just so light on the gore, it doesn't help the killer out. So. 
All a right. five or a six. I'd probably go with a five. Yeah. Middle like, of the road. This should be a new bit. We, we could do that. All right. Well, I've got a couple of voicemails. Actually, let me jump in real quick. Mm, uh, yeah, God sorry, sorry. It. Something I wanted to start with. Well, we're talking um, talking about a movie called Valentine. So here's a little history. Oh, do you know the origin of Valentine, say? Buddy, I sure as fuck do. All right, a little a little history of the holiday of St. Patrick's Day. Or, haha, St. Valentine's say Day. what? Sorry, I'm jumping the gun. So some uppity emperor got all butthurt because St. Valentine was marrying people so the dudes didn't have to go get their asses killed to death in the fucking war. So naturally, the emperor fuckface might have overreacted just a smidge and had St. Valentine executed with his head getting cut off. Dick move. So on February 14th, we celebrate his the life of old boy and his matridom. Dom. You know, because he got martyred to death. So, in short, dude got his head cut off, flying babies shoot arrows at people, and we be eating veggies, butts, and wieners, and on the next day, we get cheap candy. There you go. Eating butts? Eat butts. I don't eat butts. Well, I mean, there's veggies and wieners, too, so I did. Choice. I did. It's funny that you bring this up, because I actually checked with my buddy, Gang Bang, yeah. uh, earlier this week, because it's one thing that I don't know. In my adult life, I never, and you've you've said this several times, I've probably said it a time or two, bleaching buttholes. I didn't know what that was about. So I asked him, I was like, hey, man, I don't want this to show up in my keystrokes, my fucking phone, or my fuck whatever. Like, And I'm smart enough to like, block things. I just didn't really feel like doing it. Well, our listeners are pretty smart, mm-hmm. and if they want to call us with the knowledge of bleached buttholes. Oh, I know what it is. Well, what is but it? you can still call 704-666-2814. That's right. What's that number uh, again? 704-666-2814. And tell so, us about bleached butthole. Bleaching zombies. butthole. I thought it was like actually like cleansing the butthole for, for consumption. No, it's strictly cosmetic. Yes, it's to dye the butthole to make it like appear lighter. Because some, like I guess white people have darker buttholes, which I can attest I've seen in porn. It's like a white chick. She bends over. It's like, that's a dark butthole. But like, you know, it's not dirty. It's just a tan butthole. Yeah. Like how nipples are a different color and shit like that. Yeah. Jasmine St. Clair is one that has that. I banged a white chick who had black nipples. Okay. What was his name? Old black nipple Bart. (laughs) All right. Well, let's move on. We do have some hotline. Oh, do we? Uh, Some funness. Uh, We've got a couple of uh, uh, (laughs) Valentine's uh, voicemails. From our secret admirers. Let's uh, let's hear them. All right, yeah. Uh, Hey, boys. This is Thomas Scarecrow here, and I just listened to uh, the last episode by the Horrible Horror, and I'm pretty sure Aaron Southland just out-wolfed Night of the Werewolf. Also, fuck off. Yeah, Aaron. You, Fair enough. Thank you, Thomas Scarecrow. You haven't listened to the episode, but Aaron does a pretty good howling intro. You know, and and, and, and a name drop because we're brother and sister podcast, but we fuck, so it's weird. So, yeah, you know. Here we go. All right, what do we got? Happy St. Valentine's Day, Dukes of Spook. <laughs> this is Aaron Southworth from Horrible Horror Podcast, coming to you with a little Valentine's flavor. You know, it's romantic. It's that time of year. So here's some corny ones. I think there's a pick, like pickup lines, I guess. I guess these are like pickup lines. I think you are a horror movie because I can't sleep when I think about you. Aww. Aww. <laughs> That's adorable. Is your name Carrie? Because I got carried away in your eyes. Aww. If your love is like Crystal Lake, then I'm Jason Voorhees because I'm drowning in it. <laughs> Is your name Kruger? Because you kept me up all night. My favorite, 
Does this napkin smell like chloroform? That's <laughs> your. But I'm pumped. That's your. Know, that's, that's a cheesy one. But hey, happy Valentine's Day, guys. Keep up the good work. Check out Horrible Horror Podcast. All right. Peace out, broies. Well played, Aaron. Well played. So I do have these as well. If you remember, we received these uh, over the past several weeks playing these. These weird voicemails. Here's another one. And here's the most recent one we received. Fucking terrifying. So it sounds like, I mean, yes, that is fucking terrifying. That Here's, but, do we play it backwards? Do we have the technology to do that? that? See, and I, you're fucking right where I am. So I did that. I fucking actually took the recording and fucking played it backwards. And here's what we've got. That's the first one. Here's another one. Here's the last one. Thanks for the movie, Cincinnati Nachos. Thanks for the movie. So, yeah, essentially it's, I don't know who it is, but it's very fucking Scream-esque. Or, sorry, sorry, Saw-esque. Yeah, no, that one had clarity. I actually understood yeah, the, that The second one, one, the second, the, the middle one there was not so great. I have an idea who it is, but I won't say it on air. Okay. Well, we definitely gave out some free movies uh, over the past several fucking months. And, uh, of course, we're going to give out some more. Actually, I believe we have a uh, Halloween Kills. Uh, yeah. Hey, we're going to be giving out soon. If any one of our um, internet cyber sleuths, you figure out who our mystery caller is, um, I'll give you my code for Ghostbusters, too. Uh, is that what that is? No, that's Halloween Kills. <laughs> I mean, I, I bought the uh, Ghostbusters three pack, okay, not well, four pack. Well, let's give that away. Oh, yeah. So let's say the first person to just call into the hotline. All right. And not threaten our lives. Yes. With backwards fucking ass uh, messages, which we appreciate. And whoever that is, thank you're welcome. You. Yes. You're welcome. But you whoever calls in next, just call into the hotline. You can have a fucking free digital copy of Halloween Kills. Yep. All right. We're not going to get this way on social media. You listen to the episode. Call in first person to call into the hotline and say, hey, this is my email address. 
or my here's how you can reach me we'll, we'll fucking give you this this code for this movie we have carrier pigeons i mean if you're in the area we'll just ship it out but that is it so yeah it's fun it's funny you said that because i was sitting there listening to it and i'm like these are fucking creepy yeah. disturbing yeah i was lower i was like you know what no let me do this backwards i'll smoke a little weed let's get a little drunk on my own and i was like man Kind of sounds like backwards fucking backmasking, like you know vinyl shit. I'm like, you know what? Let me try that. So I downloaded it. I fucking played it backwards, and I was like, there it is. There it fucking is. I think it should have been a pi. You figured it out just now. I fucking figured it out a week ago, bitch. I'm sharp. You? No, you're dull. I'm sharp. I'm the one who did it all. Well, I genuinely just came up with that idea. You're the guy who fucking shows you like a cop who shows up in a murder scene. You go, that's a dead body. I'm going on break. No shit. It's a murder scene. It's be a superstar. And remember to always stay spooky. Yo, my bitch.